welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. And okay. we have back special guest of Matt Jardine. Haven't seen you welcome. for ages. I know, it's been so long. <laughs> we introduced you this time. Yeah, thanks. I listened back to make sure I didn't swear and I didn't even know who I was. <laughs> Just some guy we brought in off the street. Some bald guy <laughs> with a great face for radio. There we go. Uh, so this, this, this came out of a conversation I had with you, Matt, about grappling in a karate syllabus. Mm. And you said, give me a ring. We'll talk about it. And I had the bright idea of going, why don't we turn it into an episode? Yeah. And here we are. That's some behind the scenes for people. I love a bit of behind the scenes. We should have made an embedded of. Oh, there we go. Sue, you can sort that out, right? (laughs) Sue's another job. Um, (laughs) Sue, hmm. add it to the list. The list is really long. Long (laughs) it is. I know. Your list is really, really long, but you don't read it. I know I don't. No, I'm terrible. I've got a lot to do today as well. But never mind. Anyway, so yeah, we were going to talk about, for those who maybe didn't listen to the last episode, which is, if you haven't, go and do it. Uh, Matt is an experienced grappler and also an experienced karateka. So we have both. Um, So my question for you, Matt, was the basics of grappling for someone... I mean, we've done some grappling, or I've done some grappling, Sue's done a bit of grappling, but um, neither of us are by any means, like, a high level. Yeah. Um, so for someone who's never done any, who who wants to introduce it into their syllabus or what, whatever, what would be the basics, the key things you, you feel that a karate person should know? All right, so... They, so... I was thinking about this actually quite a lot since we, we spoke about it, Greg. And I think that the first thing to mention is that, like, so I, I struggled at first to put it into my syllabus because I, I couldn't break away from the karate syllabus. In fact, backing up from that, when I broke away from my original karate school to do my own thing, I struggled with not being anything more than just a rehasher of what I'd already learned. Right. Yeah. So that in itself is important. So when you're making any syllabus changes, I mean, I, honestly, it took me about five or six years to mm. overcome to actually. And I had conversations with Peter Constantine, with Lee, actually Lee Hasdor, to the point where I go, actually, do you know what? I'm not being a, a, a fraud. So that's that's important. So uh, for people to move away from um, just rehashing stuff, the fact that you're thinking about your syllabus and making adjustments means you're probably already further ahead of the game than most people. Yeah. Not, not, not that it's a competition, but that is just the nature of it. Mm. And, then when, and then I think what we looked at then is, okay, what do you want your grappling to do? Because grappling for BJJ is different from grappling to striking. Yeah. So grappling to striking has to include striking. So, so I've gone the classic route of, you know, uh, relatively high level in... Um, first thing was the karate and then and then went to bdj so getting kind of working for high levels in both arts as separate entities mm. the bringing them together is actually a different beast right so first thing we looked at is 
um, what I call, so in our, in our um, syllabus, it's called, uh, module one is learning the language of the mat. Mm. Because within the very first moves that you're taught in B2J as a warm up, actually, are all the biomechanics that you will need for anything, right? So bridges, shrimps, bridge mm -hmm. the knees, all those sort of different things. But more than that, actually, it's about getting comfortable on a plane of activity that, that a lot of karateka don't spend any time on or, 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 or very little. So just getting on the ground and realizing that you, you use your body to move, mm -hmm. like rock climbing, at some point you just have to touch the wall. So we spend a lot of time just early doors, just getting comfortable on the ground. Okay. There is the terminology, understand the terminology, the rules of tapping, et cetera, et cetera. But learning the language of the mat so that, you know, your, your proprioception is not just in your feet. It's in your shoulders, your, your head contact with the floor, your elbows. And just in that, the game changes. That's a really good point, actually, because I, I've been guilty of this in the past. And I think probably a lot of bright people will. You go, well, here's a technique. You can use this on the ground. Yeah, but, but it's just it, true. yeah, no, yeah, because yeah, because of the 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 physical intelligence that comes with that, the yeah. translation from up to down is more than theoretical. Mm. So you could even do so like so we'll do so. So let's say you didn't go grappling. You could like we we as our interim gap as I was finding my feet around this. We do sparring on our knees or sparring yeah. sitting with your legs crossed. Because now you're starting to go, oh, I haven't got any legs anymore. So how do I generate force while at the same time your relationship to the floor is changing? Mm. Or, or do cats are lying down or cats are on your knees? That's it's just changing one. the plane of dimension rather than just having, we are standers, but you could use this on the ground. Actually be on the grounders. There need to be better terms than that. Standards. Standards and grounders. No, we can't. Right. But so that already, and that's really, really, really important. So that comes under learning the language of the mat, appropriate yeah. planes. Yeah. Um, I would start with that. Then I would go, so module two, we go into core moves or akemi, breakfalls. Now, breakfalls, again, are important for breakfalling, but more than that, they're, they're, it's just an advanced language of the mat. To forward roll, biomechanically is an incredibly complex move right for, mm. not 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 theoretically but for the body and then yeah. to do that over things and when you see it in judo when you're going over high balls and to land without collapsing your shoulder and it's really interesting when we first watch strikers do you think you could do you could think you could do this but actually watch them how they flop their shoulder there's a sign they have no emotional intelligence with anything other than their feet touching the floor so once you go through those, that in itself gives you just, just those things, you know, like shoulder rolls, front full cartwheels, handstand walks, no matter how bad, just planes of movement changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also, that makes a lot of sense. It's also quite fun. The yeah. other thing with karate, karate, there's a, one of the good things about doing multiple skills is it can keep, it's not, we're not, we're teachers, we're not entertainers, but you do want your lessons to be entertaining. Yeah, of course you do, yeah. Sometimes it can just be a bit dull, right? Mm. So you can throw in 
Our favorite game that my lot love, no matter how much I do these, I think I'm doing these amazing classes, they just want to play, what do they call it? But essentially, a little bit like Bulldog, but you start in two ends of the room and what happens is the last person not subbed, that team wins. But it teaches you teamwork, groundwork. It also teaches you about the mechanics of a few people on the same person at one go. Mm. Sometimes you can have three people on you trying to sub you. You're not allowed on those games. You can add striking. We don't. Yeah. What I'm saying is it just gives you a variation. So if you're one of those schools that like to talk about, you know, or group attacks, perfect. And my lot, they, they just seem to love it. So yeah. module one, learn the language of the map. Module two is just an extension of that. Yeah. Right. Module three then, and I've tried to get everything down to core concepts, the idea that, you know what concepts are, but to explain for if people are not sure. I don't want my students to be listening to what I'm teaching them. I want them to have an idea that they can take wherever they go, mm. forget the 12 steps I've told them, remember the two concepts, and then bastardize it so they can make it work in whatever position they're in. Yeah. And in jiu-jitsu, there are only three ways that you stop your opponent. One is pressure and pain. High-level people won't, that won't stop someone. But a knee in someone's belly or on their neck will stop some people, mm -hmm. right? That's, so that's a kind of like a, a sub one. Then you've got uh, breaking a joint or disabling a joint so it doesn't work. But that is still related to pain. Or mm -hmm. you've got the holy grail of grappling is making someone unconscious. Yeah. That, that, that is it. So, so, we, so by uh, week six, I want them just to understand that concept. Okay, joints, how does it work? Bend in the direction it doesn't want to go. Okay, got it. There's nothing else to it. Now, yeah. how do I, I keep them still? Oh, okay, so then they realize, they're trying to, well, this person now can move. So they start to understand that the body's a rotating system. Okay, so I need to clamp top and bottom. But I don't tell them that until they go, oh, I can't get the joint. Well, why don't you hold him still or her still? But it's not rocket science. Joint works this way, doesn't work further. Work the joint where it doesn't want to go. Hold the yeah. body still when you do it. And then the other one is uh, jaw side pressure. Jaw side pressure, stop the blood, go to sleep. No matter how many gazillion variations there are, grappling is incredibly simple. Yeah. I, I like the way you've explained that. You've explained that very, in, in a way, I think most strikers would get because yeah. it's essentially the same as using a punch. You know, you can use a punch here. Once you understand the concept of what a punch does and what it is, you can use it in any realm. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and so, that, so that's, that leads you into then, of course, now what you've got is you've got your kind of study cards, You'll then get questions. Okay, so as I said, how do I get that joint? All right, and now you can start adding instructions, but then it's come question-led. So I've, I've found that when someone asks a question, they're interested, so they'll remember the answer. If you start off with just a list of stuff, and this is the problem with a lot of BJJ, right? As BJJ on its own, it starts off with a list of 12 things. You, you, you do a census when finish, someone finishes class and ask anyone to remember after the third, they've all forgotten. And I know that because I have, which is why I started condensing things. And actually, there aren't that many steps. There are a few ideas, 
that when you look at it, they're doing all these things, but actually I'm only trying to keep the person still so that I can yeah. either choke him or her or, or, or do their joint. I mean, they're tapping before that. I'm not suggesting you break their joint. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. And then, and then we end up with one final thing. So for the early ones is that you understand the nature of your distance. So there are only two things to do. You're either attacking or defending, right? The attacker is trying to steal space. The defender is trying to create space. Nothing else. That mm. is it. I either own your space, three policemen holding someone, right? Close, they can't move. From yeah. a striking point of view, that's relevant because once I, I need space to strike, and you go through your striking ranges, now you can't strike me. That's why you, you watch CCTV and you look at the majority, people will instinctively, without any fight knowledge, tuck up, and I'm not saying this is covering well, go in. You go close to a fight. Why? Because instinctively, your body, your brain knows that um, impact to the, to the head is the worst thing that can happen. So it covers and goes in. Watch 100 CCTVs. It's fascinating. I, I'm talking about with non actually even with, even with so-called skilled people, yeah, they go in. So it, so we're all, all we're doing is doing what you want to do primarily. You want to go close. That's an attacker's job. Now, when I'm close, I can either hold you still so the child who's losing the plot, hold them tight enough so they can't hurt themselves or me, mm -hmm. hold them still so that's one use, social care, you know, those sort of things, dealing mm. with a child who, who who loses it you know because sherry's an early years teacher how, how do you keep because you've got to keep yourself safe right yeah close so that's fine social care close enough to choke close enough to get a joint whatever whatever then you're choosing so then it just makes sense that the opposite of that to defend is to create space and then we'll go oh how do we do that well movement frames whatever and i know that sounds simplistic because it is yeah and then, and then all you add into there for us as strikers is, okay, I'm creating space to escape or to hit or to, or to whatever. And then you get this breathing of ranges, right? So far, not a bite. Matter of frame, of course. Yeah. Kick, touch, grapple. Yeah. I like, I like the way you've, you've made that simple. I think people... people identify that with that a lot better because that's the thing about grappling if you've never done it you look at it and you go jesus how the hell how do you even it just looks so complicated but the way you've explained it we yeah. had because i came um because i had a, a chance to because i didn't come from 20 years karate or i was following all those you know you know the classic way right mm. i came relatively untainted to this so I had a chance just to go with how I wanted to move it forward, right? Concept-based yeah. And I tell you, the, the progression on grappling of our students is the fastest thing I have ever, ever seen in my life. And that isn't because I'm a genius. I'd love that to be true. It's because grappling is natural. You don't... Yeah punch and kick your sibling when you're playing, you mm. grapple them. Mm. You know what I mean? It's very rare that you play with full fists, right? Unless you're a complete loon. 
you grapple. So, so we're designed to do that. And I like this, again, uh, a lot of that influenced by Sherry's early year stuff, is the nature of touch. That's why, that's why the community of grappling is quite, um, quite like it, because it has, it has a touch. It sounds a bit kind of homoerotic. It's not. But it has a touch base to it. It has a sort of closeness and an intelligence to it, which you, you're kind of getting the idea. Mm. And you watch, you add this to your program, right? You watch the change. It, it's really interesting to watch those who might be a little bit shy or a bit awkward. The other thing as well, a lot of, it's a, a really good athlete gets good at striking. Your average person stays pretty crappy forever. But striking is an incredibly fine art. Yeah. You'll do. So in a way, it's everyone can do it. And because of that, because it's in us, it's ridiculously addictive. As I said, I told you in the last um, last class we did, how I avoid, I, re I just kind of rejected that. I just didn't like want most, that. Like most karate people do. I didn't want that to be true, but it absolutely was true. I was coming out mm. of class saying, I just, I don't think I've ever felt like that in karate. I love that. And it's because of the nature of, of, of uh, tuck whatever you then do with that what your focus completely up to you but it's it's that and then just heading on because I think about you know obviously Les's mental health stuff as well that's really useful yeah because it's it's you can engage you, you can you you can go full contact in grappling without hurting someone I was going to say can't yeah do that in karate no. can you and you can in grappling and that's very useful for someone trying to express themselves get something out you know, we, we, I'd rather you not get it out on my face. And grappling, you can do that. You can also use it if you've got someone who needs settling down. You can also use it to, you know, get right into someone's soul that I can hurt you if I want to settle mm. down. So it can be used at every, you, you can play that at every level. More I have found, maybe it's just my karate, more than in my karate. In my karate, I'm either hurting you or I'm not. In, in yeah. jiu-jitsu, jiu it's a whole beautiful range in between. The, the thing is as well, right, I, I don't understand how people, I hate going back to that word traditionalist, but, no, no, but you know, we know what it means at least. Yeah, I hate how people can dispute that karate has grappling in the past because, yeah. like you said, it's a natural thing. And if we're going to assume these people were, you know, for the time good at combat it stands to reason they're going to have grappling knowledge and despite the fact that they've all said in previous books texts that they do a lot of traditional karate still don't buy it and i don't get that because like because you said their environments are not skill. set up to to experience that so so mm. we will we'll hash forward what we know to be true and if I keep reading that, but my, my martial arts experience has been on my feet. And I have, I have been that, that person. I'm sorry. I have been. I hate to admit it, but I have, I have been that. Mm. Right? Because I had no frame of reference. Yeah. Now, now I have. And then, so again, you're, and with every new frame of reference, your world explodes. Bang. You're like, oh, my word, was this all here? Did I actually not know this? But of course, mm. those cells hadn't had a chance to feel that. I didn't know what it was to lie down on the on my back or on my side or on my front. Yeah, and and that's why I think it's really important to create 
an environment where you just go, right, guys, girls, whatever, we're going to we're going to go on the ground, or we're not going to learn a technique. We're going to learn. Sorry, you guys, that's my. I don't know how to. That's right. Uh, we don't know. We're not going to learn a technique as such, which is still a karate. That's not grappling, in my view. That's still uh, a karate technique framed through grappling. They're different beasts. When I'm talking about grappling, I'm talking about hands-on mauling. You're on top of each other. Why is it? Why is this person so heavy? that's a different thing because your body is learning that it's all experience um and and i think we're just creating a space where we can do that you watch it you add it you watch the difference yeah and they become a little bit more self-reliant as well because you start to trust where your body is and then when you stand back up because you now you've got more than just uh and your stance, whatever it may be, you've got this different intelligence. Your cater changes, your kicks change because you've got used to different parts of your body moving through the air. It's cool. Yeah. You, you said something that as well, because uh, the last time we spoke, you said, play the game first. Yeah. Do you think that's, that's because because I, when I, I, like, again, I didn't do much. When I went to a, a BJJ class, yeah. it was very much, it was a Grace, Gracie Barra, and the structure was, you know, here's a self-defense technique, which, by the way, was not a self-defense technique. Here's a um, a guard pass, and then we're going to do some Roll. situational sparring. Yeah. When I went to um, an MMA gym, uh, when I was getting ready for my fourth down, I was going sort of every, every Tuesday. And afterwards, um, the instructor would, because I said I want to learn some some BJJ, he would just roll with me. Yes, he would, and I got so much more out of that because I mean he, I, mean, I could tell he could, you know, put me to sleep anytime he wanted to, but because I was I was in the positions and he was kind of talking me through what to do, I was doing it. I was hands on. Mm-hmm. I got so much more out of that than just trying to learn. That's what I call learning learn the language of the map. Exactly yeah. right. Because and that and that structure is the same. By the way, I and this is this is why um, my the way I put jujitsu into my syllabus is very different. Because I also equally, just as we have the errors in karate, BJJ have those same errors. They yeah. have their version. Don't don't you know? Just as you notice, it's the warm up, a really useless self defense technique, a fifty four point technique which no one remembered past technique to then roll. Mm. And you're getting good despite 40 minutes of the class. Yeah. So I'm not in any way suggesting they've got it, which is why I've had fun playing uh, this way around. Start with the end in mind. So, so I like that. So you could, there are two things as well, because if you only free roll, so sometimes you want to, because that's so much fun that it's easy yeah. not to improve. Because you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, right. yeah. So what Roger does particularly is they then do specific rolling. So if I have a problem somewhere, let's say I have a, I have a problem with someone on my back. Well, then you're free roll, but they'll start on your back with the choking. So yeah. it's still completely live. So, so you can keep, and it, he calls that specific sparring, you know, whatever. But it's still live. And, and then we, so then we're coming out. Now, if I can't get the rear naked, ah, oh, Roger, I can't quite finish it. Well, are you getting your elbow across? Well, now we can go back out into the mat, back into Keon, and then get my arm right across, elbow up, and then we can do key on. And then we can do points. Um, what are they called? What are those one-step things? You know, those, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, yes, yeah. Then we can do that. Then we can fight. So now what we've got 
is we we look at all all of our things that we put in our syllabus now they are not necessarily syllabus based they're teaching aids we start with the end in mind unwind the weakness sometimes you just have to go and do that 20 times right yeah but if you start with that this doesn't end up in a fight but i i, I guarantee that if you go the other way you'll end up getting rear naked choked with that technique mm. so now now and then when you then you look back at the old syllabus because then when i look back i go ah oh, it all those things are necessary, 5.5 in 15, whatever they are, but they weren't, they're teaching aids. They're not ends in themselves. We can use that for the guy or the girl or the kid or the old person who, who can't get it in free fighting. So for you, we've got this system. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now you start to appreciate, okay, maybe, maybe the Japanese weren't as dopey as we all thought. Maybe they knew what they were doing. <laughs> Um, because then the magic is all there, but it's, of course, our interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah. That's what, when, when we're, me and Joe, obviously, we're redoing the syllabus at the moment, and we've spoken about it for months, and now we're finally getting somewhere with it because we've, we're breaking it up into sections. And a lot of it, to be honest, came from BJJ, the, the belt structure. I said kind of, right. I was like, right, you know, purple belt BJJ, like you said, you're kind of all right. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, why don't we just say by purple belt in karate, here's what you need to know. You want to be, you want to be pretty efficient in these areas. And then we just work, we work back from that. And then from then on, we can kind of advance it. Um, But one of the things we were coming up against was we've got all this stuff to do. What do we put in the syllabus? And it's like, well, hold on. Is, Is this, is this a curriculum or is this a test? Because you don't test on every single thing you do. You might do tons of things in class that you don't test on. Yeah. And like you said, they're just teaching aids. Yeah. So yeah. we've they tried don't to need pick to be out... in the syllabus as, as such, do they? They yeah. can uh, yeah, absolutely. So, so we have we have stuff, um, you know. we decided to have, in fact, I even went with so we have um, a BJJ uh, grading, which my teachers come in to do, or I take to Rogers. That's BJJ. Mm. they want to do the worlds or the IBJJ and then we have my syllabus so grappling for karate where we I put stripe the colored stripes on their karate belts does that does that make yeah, sense yeah 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 so that because they are different things now some of my guys absolutely wanted to compete in BJJ at the highest level so my my thing wouldn't wouldn't qualify them for that so then I go right We'll take you over to Rogers. You grade with them. In fact, I can. As a brown belt, I can grade up to purple or something. Anyway, but I take them to. I take them over there. Fine. And then I put stripes on on their karate belts, so you can also uh, so they can see where they are. They can grapple as well. And so, so for example, our black belts now have to be a minimum of a blue belt in formal BJJ. Mm. Right, a minimum because you you can't be any fighter without a minimum of blue belt. Because that's just just not it's no point in, in, in my view. Um, that makes sense. So they so we so that is so that's in that but that's in the kind of karate you know it's not karate anymore whatever it is JK syllabus. Um, but then they got a good grounding again. Remember the end in mind. Any country, any place, any art. Show up, head above water. It might get punched once it's above water, and you might lose badly, but you can put it above water. And they've got something, right? They won't yeah. come in going, oh, why is that person running toward me, grabbing my legs? I've never seen that, you know? 
yeah, makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. Just to throw a couple of spanners in the works that you also will have to consider, mm. which DJ doesn't consider, but other than really ropey stuff, is that the fight doesn't start on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I understand why it starts a lot on the floor in BJJs because of the nature of um, time and safety, because throws are a completely different thing. You go to a yeah. match, right, and you watch old boys fight. Five of that six-minute fight is spent roll, you know, trying to get each other down. So that needs to be taken into account, even yeah. simple. I've, I put a couple of uh, videos up on our YouTube channel, which are simple takedowns that I've felt I've found work at the highest level. Just just work. One is the Yoko Atoshi, and the one is a kind of um, Sam Creasy showed us, and Bruno, like a leg wrap drop. You, I'll, I'll send you the link if I remember. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put it in the description so people can. It doesn't have to be, you know, again, we're not, we're not trying to be judo-esque, but it does have to go on the floor. So that's one thing. And you also then have to consider that striking from the floor is a different art to striking standing up. As I used to say to Sonny, as a, initially as a winger and then inside center, part of the art of scoring tries is the ability to create something from nothing, right? And in fact, a high level, that is the art. You want, that's what the All Blacks are so good at, mm. so good at. And it's the same with striking, generating massive power with zero, no, not zero, little room. They are different things. You can show an elbow up here. Yeah. Once you go down and do it, your mechanics change, your delta is it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And that can only be felt once you're on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And that could be that. And, we, and we'll just do sessions where we go, right, this round, on the ground, rolling, fine. Um, you can strike as well. You know, with control, we do usually on those, we do full contact to the body so you can wind each other because that's a different thing and just lightly touch the face. You know, you're at risk. You, need, you, 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 you know, you grade it as you like. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always with the end in mind and then we undo it. So how much how much time do you divide between stand up ground and, and you know. I, I or try is it just kind of as you go, you just, you know. It's a little bit, it's a little bit as we go. Yeah. Often it will be determined by the latest event. So we'll come back from a um, meltdown or somewhere and we'll go, right, well, we were rubbish on the fence. So which brings us another thing to examine. Mm. But rather than that be a problem, it's like, wow, we, we, we're not, we just can't do that. So let's go back and then it opens up a whole thing. You know, we get someone down to come and help us and then that wrestling world opens up and then we, so it, it really is usually built around our tournament structure. Okay. But I will also say to my guys, what, what, what do you want to know? But what, if I leave it open, invariably they will ask to grapple because it just seems to be so much more engaging for them. It's just, it's, you can get really into it. Mm. Sometimes I do have to say, we have to do some striking and karate. Oh, okay. I have to pull, you know, pull my <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I will always, I think, be a better striker than I will be a grappler. Well, I don't know if I could put the time into grappling. Maybe who knows? Yeah, yeah. But you know, so, so, so for our syllabus, the grappling is very much the bare bones of what you need to be able to survive. Yeah, yeah. You know? If someone's on top of you in a pub trying to hammer your face in, you, you've got some skills to be able to, you know, yeah. maneuver your way out. Um, but yeah, 
that that is one thing about the grappling is you can, like you said before you can go full contact you know and it's it's still a game almost it's just you like playing chess it's exactly. like the, the most deadly game of chess in the world um i had this i had this kid that, um so when i first started teaching karate in the school i taught in schools i had a massive schools program right around schools in like in academic schools mm. anyway one of the schools was my children's school, Sonny and Indian school. And Sonny's best friend, I won't name him on here, but he was uh, a little shit. And his parents were the ones to basically say, no, he can't do the class, right? Because it's going to turn him into a bully. You know, you how many, right? And this kid, because he had no frame of reference, guess who was the little bully, right? Tim. Mm. Because there's no, you, what you're doing when you're pushing, you're, you're the keyboard warriors, the people who are saying it wouldn't work, what they're, what they're actually, what I feel is actually being said. And I think I can talk about this because I have, I have been that person. So I can talk about this. What, we're at, what I was actually saying is that I'm saying all this stuff that I'd smash you on your way in because the truth is I haven't got a clue that my stuff works and I'm actually terrified that it's not making any difference. And I'm as scared now as I was then. Mm. So, and the thing is with grappling, I'm not suggesting in any way it's a real fight. No. But it, so we'll get that out of the window for all those who want to go, oh, it's never the real thing. Yeah, we know that. We got it. I've worked that out too. I heard you. I heard the argument. But it's realer than not doing it at all. Mm. And that sort of physical engagement, it cuts not all of it. Trust me, BJJ guys have got as much ego as anyone else. But that actual impact like with the rugby right it mm. cuts away a ton of that self-doubt because you know you can take something and so 60 percent of those got another made up number of those um conversa- stupid conversations stupid are done yeah. because the person's has had someone on them and going okay yeah no i'm going to just change my view even if it's privately even if i'm just going to go and look at youtube on my own but, mm. And that so it cuts away. So then people, and I, I made a post today about um, Oliver Enkamp. Yeah. Who I like Ollie's stuff. I like their stuff. But he is a classic example of a pressure-tested fighter. Yeah. In complete contrast to his brother. Beautiful mm. cutter. Beautiful. Could never do a cutter like Jesse. Love it. Put me in a cage of him. It'll be right. Kind of. God, yeah. And, and, but, but not Ollie. Ollie can stay there. Yeah. <laughs> when it's time for me to fight Ollie, I'll ask him to a cat competition. But yeah, the point is, it's again, it's that pressure tense t- testing. And this isn't to, to beat up on Jesse at all. It's just, it's, just, it's an obvious example that a lot of people will, will know because now, now you've got kind of a lot of front face, whoa, all this, you know, trying to, and then just someone who's, and that for me, the Ollie stuff is a well rounded syllabus. Yeah. And it shows then through your body because you've given up that need to be bravado because you know you're rubbish. And now I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's worse when you don't know you're not effective. When you think you might be, then you're proving you're not. When you finally realize, oh, I'm actually not very good at this, so I'm just going to do it for a bit of fun. And that's cool. And we're all happy days. Yeah. It, it, like you said, it comes back to that pressure testing every time. Yeah. And, you know, you do, you, you see, the, like you said, the people that, give you shit and the people that haven't ever pressure tested it so they're probably you know a little self-conscious that it might not work of course yeah 
the, the, um, the only ever reason to be nasty to someone is when you're not sure, right? We yeah. only fight back about stuff. We only do. We only defend. Someone says. Someone says, "Oh, you stole my last Mars bar." I'm only going to deny that if I did. If I yeah. didn't, I'm not going to argue with it. I mean, okay. I know I didn't. I'm not even going to argue. Fine, do what you need to do. No, it's I, I um, I, I just reminded me of this. I remember before I I was very much uh, against BJJ, and uh, Brad and I were training this was before sue started training with us sunday mornings we were training upstairs at the gym and uh i knew a guy at the gym he used to train with me when he was a kid uh, or train yeah like we trained together and he he was just got his purple button bjj and he was like you still do karate i was like oh yeah yeah we're upstairs doing some training in a minute and he was like oh can i come up and i was like yeah of course you can i was like come up and show us some jujitsu and in my head i'm like yeah i'll, I'll I'll be fine. I'll be all right. And he got hold of me on the ground, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay. This is this is not what I was expecting." Yeah. And that's yeah. what kind of changed my mind on it yeah. a bit. Um, and he's it a does, small, right? really small guy. Yeah. But yeah, until you felt it, and it's the same with anything, isn't it? Until you felt that pressure, you've you've had it tested. You just don't know. The best lesson, right, is the lesson you don't have to learn, isn't it? As a, as a tennis player, my my, as you know, my career was uh, not very good because I was a, I was I overthought stuff, right? Mm. So, and the beauty of his grappling is that you you've already been training your whole life, holding stuff, wrestling, fighting stuff. So you're already trained. So you're not thinking about it. So you can do it. Where most of most of the kind of the you know the fine aspects you're learning. So under pressure, they go out the window. Under pressure again, like someone going at you at a bar. I don't like these conversations because it's not a real but. But if we were to do that scale, right? So mm. training, let's say competition, nervous, eighty-four double thoughts in a row. Well, nice, right? Then you go uh, into a bar where now someone wants to stab you in the face. I can't even punch at all. I can't even not punch well. I'm too busy wetting myself. Yeah. But with something like BJJ, it's already, or, or not BJJ, grappling. Because BJJ is still a thing, but grappling. You can get hold of someone. You can cover and you can grab and you will, and you will do. You won't just die easily. You'll be grabbing something. And if you were to slow that down, people would be like, oh, he's got a little, I don't know, whatever the technique of the year is. No, he's not. That's his body. So my point is so much of, we're already grapplers. That's why it feels so natural to do, right? Mm. And, and that's and it comes back to starting again, getting on the floor a bit. You look at the whole movement culture stuff, the you know portal stuff, and the um, you know the you hold yourself out like flagpole thing. You know all that sort of body gym stuff. Yeah, that's just getting back to the language of the mat again. And um, it's it, it's natural, and so therefore. Because it's natural, more of it would stick under pressure. Because the lesson you don't have to learn is the one you remember, right? Someone yeah. gets out of the car, you're not going to go in a spinning roundhouse. Maybe, maybe. But you can <laughs> pick up and dump and wrestle. Yeah. Because it's just in us. So that's half the job done. A lesson without having to learn it. Fantastic. Easy day at the office. Love them. Mm. Me and Joe had this conversation, actually, about, um, like you said, something being natural to you. People have a natural way of striking. And yes. um, I, re I remember, I, 
because because Joe Joe posed the question to me. He said, "What do you think about the kind of traditional karate reverse punch?" And I said, "Honestly, I don't like it that much. The way it's, I do, I'll rephrase that, but I don't like the way it's taught." Because I remember I had a guy I knew, big guy, um, big strong guy, and I was holding a, sh a shield for him, and he was hitting it, and he'd done a bit of boxing, so he was, you know, putting his weight into it. And it was fucking hard. Like, I was like, good Jesus, this is a good shot. As soon as I corrected him and said, no, do it like this, power oh, went right wow. down. Yeah, that's really interesting. And you're like, well, okay, well, something's wrong here then, because we're going against the body's natural instinct. Um, I, I, that's you, really interesting. My Sonny, Sonny uh, comes over his shoulder, right? Which is, from a karate point of view, incorrect. Mm. Try and stand up against it. Well, there you go, yeah. And I'll, I'll reach through, boom, pops me in the face every time. <laughs> and it is interesting. But that's, but whereas if you, and that's technique-led first, isn't it, which we, most of us have come from, where if you start with the end in mind, what's the end in mind? Okay, I know what that is. Drop your opponent. Okay. Well, anything goes. Well, now then we back up into the biomechanics of tennis, right? And this is relevant. Okay, anything goes for as long as you can keep your career going. So Pat Cash, remember Pat Cash when we were in So he had to change his serve because at one point he almost couldn't work, walk because of his back. And Stefan Edberg, the way he turned, rotated his spine, right? So the technique, as long as it doesn't injure you. And there's some argument going back to MMA of Dominic Cruz keep getting his knee injuries because he's because his weird movement patterns. Dan Hend Dan Hardy did a fantastic breakdown of him actually on his on his site on YouTube. Dan Hardy's there's, breakdowns are brilliant. By I love the way. I, I, I really like Dan Hardy. I, I mean, he's he's he's, he's just been fired by the UFC. Has he? No, apparently, yeah. I said, um, that, that's a that's a shame because he I think he's excellent, and I don't think it'll even matter because he he's he got his own brilliant. YouTube channel. Is is I love Dan Hardy. I, think I watch great. Aftermath. I watch War Room. Uh, anything yeah. that man's speaking on, I watch it. Yeah, he's but brilliant. He, but, but so then does your technique. So you want it to be, so biomechanical training, fine. So that it delivers maximum power, et cetera, or withstands, fine. But also, is it affecting your body? And how long do you want your career to be? If you yeah. only want a short-term career, then carry on punching like that. If it's knocking every other person out and you only want two years in the game, go ahead. We'll give you physical. So you do... But again, it's, it's finding yeah. that balance, isn't it? You've got you've got one you've got this guy I'm talking about on one end where it's a hard shot, probably not yeah. the most um, aesthetic looking technique. But then you've got the traditional karate on the other end, which is all about aesthetics and looks. It looks beautiful. Mm. It looks really good. But is it that effective? You need that middle ground. I think mm. you can have a good looking technique that's still going to knock someone out and is efficient. It just it's interesting how because so. Aesthetics, again, this is about getting the wrong end of the stick, isn't it? It's interesting that a correctly aligned biomechanical chain, a well-made bridge looks good. And there's, you know, what is it, the Fibonacci code, the Fibonacci code? There's something about something being lined up correctly that is just attractive. So that can't be up, but so that's just like, but that's an observation. That's, you know, when, when we're looking at people, so the, the LTA made a massive mistake in the, I don't know, 2000s, where they put in a load of money in a thing called um, T2000, right? Tennis 2000, where they, they took the great players and, and they looked at the Americans at the time, Pete Sampras, and he was winning. And they were looking at, right, right, what is he doing? 
and had these really fan. It was basically slow motion, but in those times, it's fancy slow motion. And so, as coaches, we're all kind of slowing the stuff down and following Sampras, like karate people following their teacher doing kata. We mm. were mimicking. Pete Sampras wasn't doing that. Pete Sampras was looking down the end, going, "I want to hit an ace so I can get home early." And that's how he served. Yeah. And the LTA in there, in there, and they've changed since then. So probably all the people in the committee are kind of dead. They're already 110. But so in their infinite wisdom, they go, we'll copy Pete, which means we'll get 20 Pete Sampras's. No, no, no. But we all did. We all coaches did it. We taught everyone to serve like Pete Sampras. No one could do it. It's amazing. I can't believe they did that. It's true. And the T2000 thing was an Australian thing. And, uh, and they just copied just copied. Loads of money went behind it. When, what do we get? No champions. We got Tim. Possibly think that. That's insane. You see, you but say that, that's it, but that's karate, right? Exactly. That's that's looking at beauty and going, I'm going to pass that on, and it comes back to not having the confidence to, uh, to question, which brings us right back to my first point about syllabus making. Is your first thing is to overcome. The emotion of is it okay to actually uh, question this? Yes, yes, yeah. I actually will be fine with it. <laughs> yeah, you, we, that is correct, isn't it? If Peter Considine wrote a brilliant article called "A Bad Photocopy," um, which explains that. In, I'm not even going to attempt to paraphrase it because just read it because it's really good. If, if you, you put that link on this, that's that would be good. I'd like to read that. I haven't yeah, read that. yeah, I, yeah. I love Peter's stuff. Oh, Peter's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, he is. And if you look at the surface, you're doing the same thing. That's why it. That's why it can be for the uninitiated. It can look like the same thing, so you can't get it. But so you've got the same kind of end result. But the the way round it is a different beast. It's end first or technique first, mm. and they. They look like the same, but they're not the same thing. One will give you a piece. It's the same. You see the same writing. When people are writing, they're talking about, you know, create your own style. Well, you first learn to write probably by reading, maybe. Walter Mosley says maybe not. But anyway, you do. But you just end up copying stuff, right? I've written a new novel. Well, you haven't really. You basically copied their novel with a story that you thought you made up. Mm. And it takes a while for you to find your voice, whatever that is, that's thrown around. But again, it's end first, right? It's like I I do a lot of um of artwork and stuff, and one of the things uh, for a long time, I'd be like I I just have to copy stuff, and it really would piss me off. But now I'm like, well, now I've copied these types of things so much, I can draw it without without it. You're you're kind of learning the roughs from copy, and then when you you break it down and learn how to do it, um, you don't need that copying anymore. That's correct. That is absolutely, Sherry, Sherry does art. She was teaching art for a while as well. And I, and I relate to that because she was copying a load of her stuff until she went to an illustration course where they taught concepts rather than copying. Yeah. All yeah. her other stuff, she would always have pin interest or whatever it's called, pin, I'd mm. say she was moaning. But um, whatever that is, and she, she's doing the art from it. So yeah. she's copying, right? She's mimicking. Mm. Now she doesn't. And that, just as you say, but, it, but there's, and that looks like a small deal. Right to make that transition, but actually that's a massive deal emotionally. That is a massive deal. That's syllabus making. That's being your own artist. That's you being mm. your own writer. It's 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 a, it's a huge deal, and we could blow over that, right? But that is huge. 
to step away from, from Peter's idea of, of being a bad photocopy and having the courage to go, do you know what, I am going to put my voice, <laughs> for, for right or wrong, out into the world. And, 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 that, and, and you could argue that is a big problem. And I, I don't really want to be, I'm not one of those, but I'll say it with modern society, if you like, with carbon copying. I want a million likes on my YouTube channel, so I'm going to see what this person is doing, rather than just make your stuff, right? Make your stuff, love your stuff, see who likes it if you're bothered or don't. They look the same thing, but they could not be more, they couldn't be further apart, I think. Mm. And that, I think that's the difference between martial arts and martial, I don't know what the other word would be, martial copying. Doesn't really work that line. It doesn't, doesn't it? <laughs> but, you, but, you, but you know what I mean, right? That's the difference between the art yeah. and the just, just kind of just, you know, rehashing what 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 your teacher did. Mini me. Yeah, yeah. It's a long line of that, though, isn't it? When you look at when you look at martial arts, there there is a long line of copying, which is why we're at the stage we're at. I think, especially in karate. I don't know about BJJ. Because obviously BJJ is far more hands-on, but karate-wise, it is a lot of... You can get away with the copying because there is no pressure testing in a lot of it. Exactly. You, you can um, be the paper tiger. Yeah. But I, I would say this, that um, Masashi definitely, definitely would have put his stuff up on YouTube if he had YouTube. He wouldn't be finding one person to sell his wares to. He wouldn't have someone, I don't know if he did, one person sitting at his gate until he gives it. He would just go, oh, I'll send you a text and that'll do it. Mm -hmm. It's a lineage. You just use your closest technology. And if that is speaking, well, we'll do speaking. It isn't now. It's 2021. And still to could, be um... seen something, it's cool. Study history. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I'm not, great. But don't bring it here. It's gone. I'm not disrespecting that, but it's done. We don't need it now. It's 2021. I don't walk around with two swords in, in my bits. Not in my bits. In my <laughs> yeah. And I think that's important. But again, it's having that. But, you know, we spoke about that a little bit last time is that people love that, right? We love mm. a bit of that. Okay, too. That's okay, too. But just don't feel the airwaves it being the way. I love, I love the history of karate. I, I love the historical Me stuff. too. And and I think it's you know some of the some of the people we spoke to like Joe Swift, Pat McCart, James, some of my favourite people to talk to because I just I love the history. But yeah, there is. A but they're different things, aren't they? They are. They're, they're yeah. different. They they they're not necessary. They are. I agree with you. I love all that stuff, but not as my karate study, as my history study, as my cultural study. They're different beasts. They're on a yeah. different bookshelf. They don't yeah. influence my karate at all. The only thing that influences my fighting is making sure I don't get hit. It doesn't help me to know what boat first arrived at Japan. The thing, the thing I, I used to do with the history was, was I'd go for, for, for cat application stuff. I'd go, okay, you know, do we have the original? Can we, can we find, you know, what was this technique? You know, we have our interpretation of what was it? And, and I remember Ian Abernethy, I don't, God knows, where I heard him say it, if it was a seminar, if it was a podcast, a video, I don't know. But he's, he's, he said, you know, suppose we find uh, a chest somewhere that has all of the manuscripts in with every technique from Kata. 
explained. There is no, you know, it's a hundred percent guaranteed. This is what it was. And they're shit. They don't work. They're crap. Would you then go, well, that's the history. So I'm going to do it. Or would you stick to something that works? And that, that is kind of, are you, are you, you know, a martial historian or are you, you know, a martial artist? And they're, and and they're different like, yeah, things really and they're point. both valid, yeah. but they're different things. Like, I, like I, why do I need to go to history? Other, other than, so we, we've agreed that uh, historical work is interesting as its own subject matter, right? Yeah. Just as I read National Geographic. Right, yeah. fine, cool, love it. So that's, we'll park that. But I would, I don't care what bunker you told me how this goes. I don't care. Even if you find me in the chest, don't bring it to my club. I do not care what you think this move is. Mm. There's not a single bit of me gives a shit about that bunker seminar. However, and I, I'm only slightly joking, right? But, no, no. but let's come on the map. Let's pick the scenario we want to talk about. Okay, fighting on, uh, there's no room. We'll, we'll go in the bathroom, got a tiny bathroom, and we'll, we'll, we'll work a technique for there. Okay, well, then, then we'll look and see what the shapes we end up with. It's fine for us to re-put that forward. And as I say to my guys, don't, listen, don't listen to what I think that move is, because I, I'm five foot eight and bald. You're six foot, legs that can reach me, and you can choke me without even... Why are you following what I think that move is? Which is, which is why this syllabus ended up with concepts. Mm. Because now you've got, right, what do, someone says to me, Matt, how do I do this? Or what's the concept? Fuel side pressure. Okay, what's available for you right now? My big toe. So stick your big toe in it. <laughs> because sometimes, certainly we've found in the case that that's, that's what's available. So stick something in it. And you'll look at that TV, you go, that should not work, right? Because he hasn't locked his hand. But it does dual side pressure. Off you go. And now isn't that, got, isn't that how the um is it the what's the name of the choke? Ezekiel. No, no. Uh, von something. Von 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 flu. Absolutely. Von flu. Von you flu reach choke. up the back exactly, yeah. but that can only come with a freedom to follow ideas and allow yourself to mm. follow ideas. Because if you're in a position, you go, well, I've been taught this and that's not working. Now you're hamstrung. Fight's done because it's. One to 12 is not working. Whereas if you've got an idea, okay, well, I need to release the pressure. Well, what's releasing the pressure now? And you won't know. Your body will go, that does. Oh, right. Oh, where's my hand? Up his back. Oh, and by the way, I'm hearing him choking. Oh, if I go forward a bit, boom. So now what we, and, th and this is evident in grappling. Uh, probably you would say there's, uh, I'm going to say this, there's bigger and quicker evolution in grappling in 60 years than in striking karate, I'd go over hundreds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course there is. Because you're playing and freeing. You've got new, you know, you've got the bearing body. I'm not saying these are all necessarily good, but you've got constantly rearranging and fixing, which is one of the amazing things about it. That is also, I think, is cultural-led. I do think that is a... Not yeah. all BJ obviously is Brazilian, but if we just go back up there, that's quite cool. We're like, yeah, go on, play with it. Do it. I don't know. Okay, just hit him. Yeah, do this. That's a that's in that is important as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that yeah, it's definitely cultural. You, the the Japanese way of you don't question the teacher does yeah. play into it, whereas we we mm. do naturally 
question everything. Mm. But even BJJ, you look at the BJJ of like 10 years ago is massively different oh. to the BJJ of today. Look at like the 10th Planet guys, Eddie Bravo stuff. It's yeah. like, he's like a wizard. And then, yeah. you know. That, it, so, the, so, uh, originally was Gracie Jiu Jitsu, wasn't it? They'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just me, was it? It's, so I don't know if you know briefly the history, but very quickly, essentially, when the Japanese decided we really need to be more friendly, right? I would love to be at that meeting. Just, we need to be nicer. Okay, there you go. Go and find somewhere to go. Anyway, no one, uh, Brazil was the first essential place that allowed the Japanese in. Right? And, it, and it has the biggest Japanese community outside of Brazil, uh, outside of Japan. Of Japan, yeah. And, uh, and just like, so Niwaza got taught and then there was the exchange, Gracie's, boom, boom, and then there it is. But of course, the, you know, Brazilians have got their own pride and they've got their own thing, so they're going to put their own brand on it, as mm. quite rightly. The whole UFC was a Gracie brand, as you know. Yeah. So it's just, it's just that. And because they, you know, they got a prideful nation, so it's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But it's Niwaza in, in any name. But then, of course, they'll then start adjusting and changing. And then you see this evolution. Now you've got the kind of the, the no-gi evolution with Gordon Ryan and Dana and that lot with the, with the I mean, that's, that's just root, roots of success. Smash the knee. You want to frighten someone, go after their knee. Mm. Boom. And, but that will also change because, of course, they'll roll out and there'll be, be other things. But the growth over 10, it's, it's amazing. And 10th Planet with the lockdown, or I, I interviewed at Polaris. I did I got a lot of research. Um, Nathan Orchard with his. With oh, the, 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 that's unbelievable. Oh, I'm like this in the green room. Like, <laughs> actually, really sore. What's he going to take? Your neck or your arm? It's brilliant. Yeah. But he's a 10th he's a Planet guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, I went to, um, this is a couple of years ago, to Body Power Expo in, in Birmingham at the NEC. Yeah. And they had Polaris there. Yeah, and and I went because I I mean I like you know, bodybuilding, weightlifting, all that kind of stuff. I went for that, and I didn't realize they were going to have Polaris there. And I was just, okay. Yep. I was just watching for ages. I was like, this is brilliant. Some yep. of this, like it was all nogi stuff. Uh, it's just it's great to watch. It's it's really great good, and by adding it to our our karate, it just it actually elevates your karate. It really is only an addition. It won't take away. It just, it, it adds. It just kind of structures, bolsters everything. Um, people will see. Like I told you, I was so resistant, but it's, it's, it makes a massive yeah. difference. I'm not suggesting everyone switches to grappling at all. That is no, not my No, no, no. Integrating it, and the difference is amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, no, yeah, we're not saying, you know, you need to become a, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. No, 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 no. You, you, you need... There's, there's just elements that you might be able to take from it that yeah. you can that you can learn and apply yeah and then you know you get you, a lot of your stances all start to make sense keeper yeah. is more with the things like the takedown bits and yeah yeah the knees. but and one yeah it's, it's it's very good and and then just as from a teaching point of view again just gives you a whole new set of things to teach you can actually rekindle I love teaching, it's, but there is a time it can be a bit of a chore, right? When you're with a limited spectrum of things to teach. Yeah. And it just re, can rekindle your passion in, in things to move forwards, especially when you're learning with your students as well. There's something quite nice for them seeing how vulnerable you are. Yeah. And, and, then, they, and, then, and then, then you're sort of kind of in it 
together a bit you could go listen i don't know i'm relatively new i mean i'm not now but when i was i'm pretty new to this as well let's just see where this goes yeah yeah um and they kind of join in the growth and they love it and then you get this kind of school mindset which is just right well let's see let's create an environment create the rules whatever the rules are and let's see what works and then everyone's not putting do you think that that kind of having so much to learn takes people's focus off of the next grade because one thing I've, I, I've noticed, particularly with Sue, because Sue, when, when I took over our, our club, Sue, what were you? You were a red belt. Yeah, it was a, um, yellow was my next one. I graded you to yellow belt, didn't I? Yeah. And then after that, we kind of, we went over to Joe's and there was a long time where Sue didn't grade. But so it was a fairly long time when I was with you. Yeah, um, was it was it with me or was it with Joe? One of them. Anyway, there was there was a was, time. It was with you, and then when we went over there, we started switching over to grading more frequently. That's right. Okay, so there was a time you didn't grade mm. for a while, but you didn't kind of you didn't go. When am I grading? No. I, I really will do my next grade. Can I, was I grade? Really happy now? that there wasn't even a conversation about it. I was yeah. delighted because you were enjoying the learning. Do you know totally. what I mean? I was totally mm. into yeah. it, and, and I, I think. Yeah, I think when you when you have that, you're less focused on the next belt. And I think the trouble with some of the traditional karate is because you're not actually learning that much, even though you might look like you are. Yeah, that's why people are so like, oh, can I grade now? Like we need it's, to it's grade into every three months. It's the kid who doesn't fight. Remember with Sonny's friend, right? It's yeah. the reason you want a belt is because it's giving you something you haven't felt in yourself. Mm. So you wait for someone else to say you're getting better. When you're testing your stuff, you feel it. I don't care now if you tell me I'm getting good. I know how good I'm getting. Yeah, mm. I, I think that was one of the <laughs> I don't. Things. I don't need you to tell me anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I do think that makes a difference in that sort of pressure-led learning environment. How yeah. saying that, just saying that, though, I do believe in gradings. Oh, I do as well. I do as I well like as a, as a measure of progress. Yeah. Yeah. So what we do with the BJJ one, so for example, uh, not the BJJ one, the, the grappling in the karate school, right? I do the, uh, they're not time-based. They're when I feel you've reached what I want you to be. I do three stripes, you know, the, you know, the stripe thing. So yeah. I do that, but they, they would grade for a belt. because so I do still want them to have, sleepless nights before i want mm. them to think i want them to, i want it to be an event because i think that's important events are important in life you know what i mean yeah. um certainly as you're certainly as you're learning and I, I found that so i was um so when i left my the school i was i was third down or whatever right so however many years ago that was 10 years ago and everyone says oh when are you are you going to find someone you do your fourth or fifth or whatever and i went i could care less I genuinely, I will stay third Dan forever. You'll know how long I've taught and it makes no difference to me. Um, But I will, but with BJJ, I would, I want, you know, I I would like to get my BJJ black belt because that would be a thing. quite Mm. like that. And I I was in that, you know, I'm in that sort of that that last year run as it were, but I'm like, really, I'm not, I know what I can do on the mats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was like me. I was a third Dan for Christ. How long? Uh, eight years I think mm. I was eight mm. years a third down 
And I not once really was like, oh, I really want to do my football. Until the conversation about doing the grade under Ian Avanethi came about. That was when I was mm-hmm. like, actually, that would be kind of cool because, you know, that's, it's, it's someone who I respect very highly. Yeah. Um, and it's something different. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It went different. Um, yes. But, yeah, I, and Joe was the same. Joe was never really worried about his fifth down. He was like, oh. you know, what is what it is. It's the uh, end of the day. It's yeah, grades get they get far too much play. I think we yeah, spoke yeah. to um to Ken. I don't know if it was from from Ken Fu last time, and he yeah. said how he the, one of the things he made was he made everyone wear white belts. Yeah, I like that idea. So Sue, get ready. You wear a white belt again? No. Um. Yeah, I I like that. Uh, I think it it would bring out the people that are comfortable and the people that aren't, and the people that care too much about grades. I instinctively, I'm not sure I'm that bothered about that idea. I say why. This is only hearing that the first time. Mm. Still puts like neutral. We're not all fast. No, and it's not good to tell everyone we're all fast. And you're going to lose, and there are people better, right? And, and I'm saying this because, I, as I, again, I go back into my tennis days. I had a problem with people being better. And actually, rather than, the world is not an even playing field. Mm. And part of one's role, I believe, is to go, and that's cool. That, get used to that. So I'm not going to even your playing field. You have yeah. seen this. Uh, so, so that's just, that's just as me just thinking it just it just poked me in the back of the head there. But I haven't I haven't given enough thought. I literally just have, so I probably no, wouldn't I get that. Yeah, but, the, but that's just that's just I need to think more about that. That's quite nice. But uh, yeah, but instinctive, I'm like, no, it's not even. You're slow. I'm tall. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. I think he still said you know they they still use uh, belt. They still award belts and rank. Yeah. yeah. But in the club, they just wear white belts. And I think one, just... of the, one of the examples we were using was that if you went to a big seminar, um, you, you get the sense that um, yeah. some people will only go with people of the same rank. Yeah. And if really... you are um, very experienced um, and at a certain thing, um, you've been training in a very progressive way, you've been doing groundwork, you've been taking people down and then you go up and, and you find that the black belts won't train with you. And actually, actually, you're going to do a very practical thing. And you are actually well more practiced than they are. But they won't practice with you because you're not a a black belt. That's actually a very good point. When I've done the mental health seminars, sorry, I broke up. I was just going to say, just requiring everyone to wear a a a low-grade belt, just that that Mm. instinct to only go to people who you perceive to be your equals. That is, now that is a really good point. And I've done when I've taught, I think I've taught at Les's mental health seminars twice, three times, I can't remember twice. But anyway, I always, with a group of, uh, I, I take my, I wear a t shirt. I start because some people want, want the manners. Fine. We'll do that. Right. And then I take it off because I'm like, what am I going to, I'm going to share my ideas. What am I going to tell you? Most, a lot of you guys have been in this as long as me or not. And, but let's just, that's just so I remove that as a teacher, and I, I do agree with you, Sue, because otherwise, then people get hung up on they won't challenge what you're thinking or they won't train with certain people. That that, that is a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Doesn't doesn't Jesse Encamp or something do his yeah. wear pink belt? That's yeah, why he does yeah. pink. That, that's a good idea. You know, whatever the color is. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah it kind of shows that you're all in that club the whole kind of hey let's all wear this color belt because together we're, we're not all learning the same thing yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Thing, which is quite a cool is i like that it's a very cool idea but and the way to foster that though fully rather not, not i'm not suggesting that's a gimmick but as a real thing is is again constantly for the instructors or the people out the front to actually be that it's one of the reasons i did that big competing thing every every month for like two and a bit years so that you could put yourself back in and why i put that music video up the other day with me playing mm. it, it, nothing more, more than to go it's been a while since i've kind of and that 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 not right i don't like doing that. i don't play for sharing but i just thought i haven't done anything that kind of just edged me a little bit sort of been locked in writing it's not not so much a challenge but something that frightens you and i think that is important that's why i think instructors should still it fosters the attitude of bringing it together if that person even at a high level is in something else together they may have lost at the worlds rather than regionals but it's still the same emotion mm. and that essence sticks to your class because then your then your group go oh yeah and then it, it comes away from having the kind of teachers postures for their photo and tells you this could work like this on the street rather than just actually just settle down we're all learning maybe at different levels but we're all learning mm. and that's our i think that's our job to keep pushing ourselves so that our students go oh, okay well he's he's also rubbish when he does it for the first time Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm just as rubbish as the next guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the way it is. Especially when we get back to training. Jesus, I did a few few rounds on the bag the other day and I was dying. I thought, oh, God, what's happened to my fitness here? This is my flexibility's got. It's just not that it was there in the first place. But I have been working on my flexibility here, actually, because I had because that was so i've been doing quite a lot of yoga wrestling stuff but the thing i'm probably most nervous about is getting to serious grappling because you know the first four months are going to be horrific because that is the massive difference i can kind of spar and move kind of hours without breathing really and so i'm quite economical now with my striking but you know that's my lungs are going to be on fire when we get back on the floor that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? When, if you've never grappled before, you don't realise how tiring it is. Oh, my word. Yeah. And body parts that you didn't know actually operated, operate. And you think, oh, man. And you've got to overcome again. You've got to re-overcome the panic of not, of not only not being able to breathe from your heart and lungs, but often if someone's smothering you, your face or your mouth. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got all that coming soon. Maybe. I can't wait, though. I'm looking forward to it. We've got a date set now for our uh, socially distanced outdoor classes coming back, which I'm looking forward to. When? First uh, of April. Okay. So yeah. around the corner, sort of. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Did you say something July or something for full open? June, June 21st <laughs> is supposed to be the day that everything goes back to normal. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. Um, let's hope covid got the memo yeah well, it's, it's kind of predicated on everything going, going to plan yeah in terms of the whole thing not you know resurging so it's, it's it, it depends on that happening yeah if that doesn't happen then it will be it necessarily will be shifted again i imagine mm. have you yeah. guys are you guys going to or have you had the, the thingy that the vaccine no not yet i haven't yet no my, my girlfriend's had it she works um 
in pharmacy. So she got hers or okay. the first the first one. I haven't had anything yet. My parent, no, my dad's had it. Um, yeah, my mum and dad had it actually. Yeah, my mum's still out the country. She's trying to get back. Where is she? She's in Fuerteventura. Her and her husband have got they've got an apartment out there, and they they went out there in October. Yeah. And they're still out there. They wanted to come back at Christmas. And then they were like, well, if we come back now, we might not be able to. Yeah, you can't get back. Exactly. That's what yeah. that's, I mean. We were here for two years, but it's also so I was going back to my visit. My dad, my dad's, uh, my dad's got cancer. But but again, I can't guarantee him getting back in. Mm. So, you know, you don't want to be I don't want to be stuck out there with Sherry here. So it's very similar. It's not you can't. Yeah. The changing and opening and the rules. and Yeah. yeah. So, um. But yeah, no, I think they're, they're, they're aiming to come back within a couple of weeks. They've got a flight booked for the end of March. Okay. Their last two were cancelled. So whether this one gets cancelled or not, I don't know. Um, we'll see. But I imagine when she comes back, she'll get the vaccine as well. Yeah. Was it, do you get, do you, is it AstraZeneca? Is that right? Is that what you That's have? the main, it seems to be the main one that's going um, around. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, it does, it does, I don't know if it's just because I'm seeing more positive posts, but it does feel like there's a little light. It does, it does, yeah. Because it was quite uh, apocalyptic when it first happened a year ago. I remember thinking, I genuinely felt, is this it? Is this this the one that finishes? Are we going to be that history? Um, Because, of course, here, uh, we're in, as everywhere, lockdown. There's that, there's something quite scary about that amount of silence. The traffic gone, and and it just feel very end of the worldish. Yeah, it and did then for a while. Start, yeah. Then we kind of no one really. Oh, what what? And now it's it does feel there's a bit bit more uh, a little bit of light somewhere that it's it's a bug. It's a bad bug. No, not a bug. It's a bad thing, but we're you know we're working it. That feels one thing I think it's done is it's opened people's minds to kind of you know we're not um there, there's things that can happen that's outside of our control mm. and there's not a lot we can do about it and if something wants to change the world it's it's gonna happen mm. you know I think that's a good thing yeah yeah I do mm. it, it brings up I'm, I'm writing after this I was writing it before and then I pulled it I wasn't in the mood it didn't feel right I wanted to do the novels first didn't feel right I did the pitch and I pulled it from Renata and said it just doesn't feel right anyway a book called The Last Taboo Our Relationship Death that my argument is that it's not my argument actually it's my experience and it's been plenty of much better people than me's argument that actually underlying our, our limitations of everything at the, at the most naked unstrip 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 is actually our fear of death mm. but actually if you if you if you took that away like you were guaranteed that you that it didn't happen or whatever it may be your life would be drastically different and that was really obvious in the in the um the bulking of covid and lockdown and we saw this crazy stuff on the news of people getting all that toilet roll or whatever right i mean that ultimately if you unwound that insanity i will say that it's a fear of death what you're doing is protecting your family well, what does that mean well i don't want them to go with that. what does that mean well, i don't want them to die what does that mean i don't want to die is you end up no matter which way you play it almost as far as i can see and investigate almost everything that we don't do if you undress it pants socks and everything it is standing there going i don't want to die mm. 
And all the great teachers have said that. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a great teacher, but looking at the great teachers have said that our relation, you know, to live well is to die well. And I've read that and it's kind of bounced off me as I've, you know what I mean? But as I get towards my 50s and with COVID and stuff and you think, and then with a friend dying and stuff like that and dad not well, you think, oh yeah, man, yeah. Maybe that every thing that holds us up ultimately is just us never facing that we're going to die. Shit. Mm. And, and all the all the repercussion, repercussive thoughts that bounce off that. Whether just if I move, I shift just to move the way that works off my stomach. Do you know what I mean? You follow, 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 and you end up with me taking too much toilet roll. But it, start, it started there, and I find that fascinating. So I'm going yeah. to read that book. Actually, it's, in fact, it's finished. It's just not edited. But yeah, and, and, and because it's not the last taboo, it's just not spoken about, right? It's true, yeah. He speaks, yeah, freely, right. about, he speaks freely about death. I remember when, when I spoke about it at home, I'd been, don't be so morbid or, you know. Yeah. You won't know. Telling someone you won't know, you, you won't know it because you'll be dead is not helpful. No, because most well, people no. do know it, especially if they're older. They know perfectly well that it's coming. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it can be, they can be terrified. They don't want it to happen. Most, most people who know it's coming don't, you know. Scared and afraid, and they don't want it to happen, or they're worried about how other people are going to manage. That's yes. that's often a lot of it, isn't it? But yeah, the fear of the fear of um, at COVID was there won't be enough. Yes. And if there isn't enough, and and that's often the case, there won't be enough money, there won't be enough food, there won't be enough jobs. If there isn't enough, then there isn't any money, and if there isn't any money, me and my family will starve, and then we will die. Exactly. You unstrip it. Try yeah. it. Dude. It's really interesting. Yeah, I, I've, done I, it for, I've done this for years. And you yeah, just well, I end up in a friend of mine, um, I, I like um, a, a girl on the interweb who's very woo-woo, but she says one of the other fears is um, that stops people from being entrepreneurial and trying things is the fear of losing the tribe, which is very, very old-fashioned. Which is also sense. fear of death. So if you disapproved of by the tribe, if your people don't like you, it's very old, you're out, you won't eat. You're dead. You're dead. It's really obvious when we're, uh, Sherry's from South Africa, so when we go to Botswana... And you see real animals that we see, you know, I saw it in school in picture books, right? You don't see the big five for real until you see them. When you see them, you're like, oh. But that is obvious when we followed a lone lion and you go and you to understand the tribe and you, you see that. You say, he's going to die. There's no one to keep him safe. He lost yeah. that fight. He's yeah. got the scratch. He's out of here. The and horse then, whisperer. The horse whisperer utilized that. Did you ever read that book? Not, not the glamorous movie about it because um, oh not 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 that glamorous movie but the actual book about the real guy and what he um what he figured out was that he he worked with wild horses yeah and he watched when a young horse was being punished by by its group um that what it would do would it would canter around the outside yawning showing it was vulnerable by yawning, not by gnashing its teeth or anything, but yawning is actually a way that something shows it's vulnerable. So it would be made to run around the outside until the leader would open up space and let the horse in. 
And if I'm slightly misremembering that, apologies to anyone who's screaming at me saying that's not how it worked. But that's how he used to train horses. He used to bring them to him and then turn his back on them and reject them until they came after him and said, please let me in. And then he would welcome them to him and they would be close to him. And that's how he would tame a wild horse. (laughs) He would kind of bring it in and then reject it. It's amazing. That is really interesting, mm-hmm. but but you're right. The the the, the carrot is is death, which I and I want to, I want to do I want to deal with not um not for a book at the end of people's lives because there are plenty of well qualified books for that right about the fear of death coming up, but for people by by saying ah, the reason you're not doing right well, well now is because you're afraid of death. Like, don't be so ridiculous. No, your relationships are not working because ultimately you're terrified of dying. You know what I mean? I want to. I want to go with that. I want it to be a useful book for why, for now, while you're alive, not at not at the back end, not at the kind of hospice end. So you don't. Do you remember? I can look it up. You don't remember the name of the author of that book, do you? No, I don't. I don't. But um, I've got my laptop mm-hmm. right here. Interesting. I have no idea how we got there. Yeah, but definitely not not the novel, the guy. Not okay. So actually, just so not the novel, the actual guy who is the horse whisperer. I think that's the name of the book. <laughs> not the novel, the actual guy. Guy. Have you Long ever, speaking of speaking of, of book? Have you ever thought about writing a martial arts book, Matt? No. Like like a uh, not an instructional book, but kind of your thoughts on martial arts your process of martial arts because like you've explained your your kind of way of looking at things is maybe quite different to the um i haven't to be honest i the closest i got was with the hardest path which is nothing like it at all but the men the mentality of that can apply mm. um and uh no part of me i'm like there is it's quite an odd world the martial arts world and the the it's, oh God, it's, yeah. it's a strange old place that if it you have really anywhere is. if you have anywhere that people don't want to be told how to do things or even suggested that would be the world it happens do you know what i mean so you kind of put in an effort for something to fall on sort of deaf ears a bit and i don't even know if i care if i wanted to read that like the people who i really so i'm a big believer in being drawn to people as well i'm a bit weird but I'd like that. And then the people who want your ideas or share your ideas, well, I'm with them now. So, and it comes that way. Well, yes, it's an audience of two, but I, I, I do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is why I've chosen to write novels actually, because I think you can then, your ideas reach a wider audience, but are the same ideas. What I'm saying in martial arts is just play first, learn technique along the way rather than the other way around. Well, you can add that into a character. I mean, it's not a martial arts character, I'm not suggesting that. But you can add the same ideas without people. For some reason, martial artists are very threatened if you give them an idea. Would you would, would you say that? Oh, God, correct? yeah, 100%. And I'm, yeah. to be honest, at 49 or 48 or wherever I am, I can't be asked for people to be threatened. No, just, you like what I say? Actually, I don't care. I'm just going to say it because you asked me. And then, um, I know I not care. That's not, I don't mind. And then just, yeah, I think. 
but maybe now you've said that I might look at it but probably not no I'm starting to, to go that way of not caring now it's taken me a long time hasn't it Sue <laughs> a hell of a long time but I'm slowly you're getting not, you're not quite there yet I'm not there yet I'm not but I will get there and I feel uh, like do you I'm mean about what people things. think do you mean about what yeah. people think yeah 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 yeah. yeah, I'm not there, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting there I'm more getting than there. my words. Can I can I give an example of where we're both absolutely hopeless with this, Greg? And, yeah, and do I'm... it. <laughs> well, we've we've got conversations on karate. This amazing podcast that we've been doing for ages, and that people yeah. around the world are enjoying and getting in touch with us. And, and it's Funakoshi's favorite podcast, by the way. Funakoshi's favorite podcast. He says that it's the one um, that, in the world of fake news, is the most true. Yeah, so that's what Gishin Funakoshi says about us. So. Um, I have only recently, we've got a lovely Facebook page, a most beautiful website, and I've only recently had the courage to ask my friends to like the Facebook page because I was really shy about that, and Greg still hasn't. I still haven't. <laughs> it's for some reason a... a, 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 a I think, again, it's, the, it's that judgment, isn't it? Of, it's that fear of judgment, and I it's get the, it. the I tribe it. thing you were just saying, the tribe thing. So that, that's really interesting. And I, I totally understand it. Totally. This, this I investigate in How to Be a Buddhist Millionaire uh, as, as a concept, not in the book itself, as a concept, because I see this a lot with people who are making transitions in anything. Yeah. So it's a sort of embarrassed to step up. Yeah. Because you don't want to be that empty stepper-upper that we mentioned at the top, that sort of just plugging your stuff and you're like oh please man shut up i ha i hate i hate promoting myself okay, sure, but, but there is a difference and i know this sounds uh it's not there's a difference between um promoting and sharing and pushing right and it, yeah. and and the difference is the uh the not giving a shit ability I'm going to share this because I think you might like it. And if you don't, cool. If I need you to like it because I, I want... So, I did network marketing. There's how Been to there. learn to... Been there. <laughs> oh, man. I, I hit my whole... What are those lists called? What are those lists called, Sue? You're, you, you hit your 100 people or something. Prospect your, list. Prospects. I did, I did it everything. I was fastidious. I was I was excellent, man. I, I was after my silver pin thing. <laughs> I, invested, I invested my I was I don't know, I was young, but I offended so many people, man. But pushing because I needed to do this thing, you know, so you've been there, right? That's how I learned about this. How it was, and then I sat back and gone, what was that all about? It was all about me. I wanted my pin. Whatever it is, whatever the levels are, it doesn't really matter. Still, so, yeah, I wanted that, and then that becomes invasive, annoying, and it sticks to you. People, I, when people phone, when people message me, I can tell in the first two words if they've got a network marketing thing coming. Mm. Usually starts with "Hey, Matt, long time no here." That's not two words, right? Boom, it sticks to you, and intention sticks whether it's across a screen, whether it's to in front of your students. You can't fake, um, uh, what's the word? I can't, the, um, gen being genuine, what's the word? Authent mm. Authenticity. Mm. I, I don't think. It yeah. sticks to you. And so, you my point, you, 
if if you want to sh- if you've got something that you think is worth sharing and people will like it or they won't like yeah. i'll go back to that that guitar thing i did the other day that was not about getting i just i i wanted to do that you either like it or you don't like it i don't care yeah about your but when you go to bed at night what was the intention of sharing like i think you in in the in here you have great i'm not talking about me but you have great uh guests a lot of people would benefit from what your guests have to say Mm. so in many ways not sharing it is a bit like crack on there's a load of people who would benefit from that yeah that's my thing uh my feeling now but i have definitely felt like that and been on both sides of it pushed with no authenticity just tacky almost criminal Um, and then do you know i think a lot of it i remember years ago on facebook there was a period of time where it was mainly girls would start posting about what was it called juice something like a juice tablet brand thing and it was like it was like a, a you know you 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 become a, an affiliate and then you sell the product and then you get people to buy the product and you and they also buy the marketing thing from you and yeah, then that's network marketing. That's the network marketing yeah, yeah 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 and it was all that was taking up my facebook feed all the time was oh. hey guys i've just tried this new product and blah, blah, blah. i was like fuck off i don't and i don't know if that's stuck with me as people might think that when i post things you know that's what but, i'm talking about. so for example yeah. though i have i don't have problem with people trying to build their business this is how as a as a buyer and and i would like to think a supporter of small business mm. right or, or any enterprise this is how you would approach me and it would start like this the post i've just started a network marketing thing i want to make extra money for whatever reason uh, I really like your help. I, I would like your help uh, if you could see your way to uh, look at my stuff. Bang. Now I've got, I haven't got this sycophantic, creepy, saccharine, hi yeah. guys, don't hi guys me. What do yeah. you want? Yeah. Tell me what you, and I have no problem with dodgy chain letter things as well. Just tell me what you're doing. Just, t- and, and then I can make that choice i'm putting in this i think you might like this like i I put things on martial arts and mental health because i like the meditation video thing because i think that would be useful Mm. so i think honesty you honestly share and it's very different from being pushed and i think in the end Mm. sure and i talking about this honesty is always the key why are you doing this i I think it would help i may i may have got that wrong (laughs) but as i put it on and that would be the difference and i don't even mind being sold to just tell me what you're doing I get yeah. that you want to earn extra money. I've tried to add three, four, five streams of income. I get it. Mm. And I, I might like the juice. I don't, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> mm. It's the funny but, thing. When I did network marketing, it felt, it, it just, I, I, w- I actually sucked at it. I wanted to be successful. I genuinely sucked. So now when anyone says, hey, I'm doing our bond, you'd be really great at selling makeup. I'm like, I know I'm great at selling makeup. I did it for fucking years, but I did it in the context of a salon when I was always working with the clients with something I work with, knew it like the back of my hand and people came to me and said, tell me about your stuff. And I told them and they tried it or not as they felt they wanted to. And I was there because I used it on myself all the time. When I tried network marketing, I sucked. And now when people say, you should really try doing this thing, it's like, no, it's not for me. I suck at it. 
I, I don't have faith in the products. I'm not going to put the hours in. It's not Absolutely. something I've got faith in. And that comes off me because yeah. I, it, it, you people can feel it. Exactly. Okay. I completely agree with you. I was with Nikken the, and I was the same I, in my Shiatsu clinic. So they had magnetic um, things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Were they and, any good? They were bloody good, which really? is why I got in it, which is why I got in it. Because yeah. I, I, so we went to this, this is interesting, I think. We, they were called, I don't know what they were called. They were magnetic balls, right? And um, you rub them on your joint and they encrypt and they take away pain and they, they, they work, they had magnetic matches. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm not skeptical. Which way around? Skeptical, cynical? Which one's the bad one? Cynical, isn't it? Mm. I'm skeptical rather than cynical. I think I'm positive, but I'm not, you know, I'm going to look into things, right? Anyway, we went to a horse stables. I had a friend who, who, who had a stud farm and we did, so horses don't know, right? You can do these things on people and they can convince themselves that they got more flexibility. So yeah. you have to take humans out the occasion. Anyway, we went to this horse, this stud farm, and did this small magnetic treatment and the range of motion of this horse changed like you've never seen. It was unbelievable. And I started working a lot. So I was at that point I was working for a charity with a head injured, and then I was working in a GP's doctor with cancer patients and stuff. Not not healing them, just just you know, relaxing them. And um, I, I did my shiatsu on a magnetic futon. I had little magnets in the minute. And, it, and I swear by it. I swear by it. But Sue, like you, that's how I got into it. It was in the therapy room. And I'd say to someone, look, if you want these to take home, you can rub them on you. They're 60 quid, whatever it may be. Fine. And, it be, and then it's like a, that's when what I'm saying, Greg, is that you're sharing rather than pushing. Yeah. And then when I took it, when I started going for these silver pins or whatever it was, or I can't even remember now, I started pushing it onto people who had nothing to do with my shiatsu clinic. I just needed to fill up my mm. you know, gazillion to seven and a half thousand people you need to make a penny a, a, a millennium. Yeah. And then um, it just didn't work. It just, it was ugly. It was nasty. I lost friends and parents got pissed off at me, which is all fair enough. But um, yeah, so, but, but and, and, the, and the reason network marketing is so interesting as an idea is because it makes sense on paper, that whole word of mouth you know one person telling another all mm. the stuff on paper for, for mlm is like yeah i get it and if you like something you just tell someone yeah, that's true and then i decided well i'm going to do that anyway so i'm going to cut all the big uh, businesses out of the way and i'll just do it might have a small audience that's what we do which brings us back to what we're doing here people come together naturally they share stuff people will be drawn to it if they want to hear it they won't if they don't you'll yeah. sleep at night yeah one of yeah. the, the um, best bits of advice i was um i heard was from a, a woman called denise duffield thomas who's a brilliant woman and um she did a little blog post that took denise off duffield thomas yeah she's an australian entrepreneur i, I really Rocky like her Rocky. yeah she's just very like that she's really funny she's really sweet she um she does kind of money mindset coaching for women. She's she's uh -huh. really cool. Anyway, she wrote this little blog post that took off. And it was this one little bit of advice, which was, don't be a guru, just be part of the conversation. That's a great line. Mm. As soon as you take that away from yourself, as mm. soon as you remove the fact that you we are here in any way to um, tell people how it needs to be, yeah, then... All pressure. That's a great line, isn't it? Mm. Don't be a guru be part of the conversation. Yeah, it was, or or just um, I I can't remember what the second part, but it's basically you don't have to be a guru in order to be doing something. You can just be part of it. 
So, you know, when I heard that and I was applied it to this, probably before we did it, I think it was integrated into me by then. Mm. You know, we don't have to be right. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to get anything. We can just be doing what we're doing. And that can be part of the conversation that people are having around martial arts and karate and what's going on. We We don't have to be teaching. We're just doing what we're doing in our little part of the world. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I say this to show you that, um, remember when uh, uh, Madonna, remember when Madonna, and I don't know where from, I'm going to say Africa, adopted a little African boy or girl. Yeah. Do you remember that? Something like that. I anyway, do. she got a ton of grief for it because it, like, I have this deal, like Sherry would save every animal. Here we have, we have what called waddy dogs and bing cats, lots of stray dogs. They're a very definite type. Um, they're very nice to them, but there are loads of them. Anyway, she would save everyone. But my point is, it's easy to do big charity work. Do you know what I mean? It's easy to, uh, it's not, but you get the concept. To adopt a baby from somewhere, Yeah. That, and that's great. But there's a guy outside your front, room or you know outside your garden gate who needs help do you know what i mean some of those things can be dramatic are you prepared to go out and do the hard yards or do you want the guru help and i call it affecting or helping what's at the end of our fingers what we why the only thing i can make a difference with if anything is what's at the end of my fingertips Mm. and that is my audience it's whether i can feed my dog if, if someone falls over in front of me, I'll help them up. And, I, and I've started to think of this without, without reach socially. Right? You get caught up in there having a big audience. Why? Why? You help, let's say one person is affected by one line. Don't be a guru. Be part of the conversation. Mm. Job done. What more of a day do you need than that? You know, one person, and, and even if they bother to like or who cares, that's amazing. And then that becomes, we come back to authenticity. That becomes a thing which you go, huh, yeah, that helped. And that, but that's harder to do, right? Yeah. Because it takes some effort. There's sort of cheap charity. I'm not putting down any type of charity, but you understand my point? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of cheap, get, yeah. It's easy to give money over rather than, well, I might volunteer for the weekend over Christmas. Yeah. In a shop. Yeah, that's yeah, hard yeah. work. That's hard work. But, and I think, so we can only affect what's on the end of our fingertips. And you're right, Sue. So your audience might be little. One's audience, I'm sure yours isn't, might be little. But if, it, if that one person is affected, that's a, just an amazing day at the office. And now we have a duty to do that. Sort of, I think. At yeah. least to share an idea that might touch someone. And I think you can feel that in talk and podcast. The people who are after dramatic likes, etc. It feels like that. It feels a bit clingy and saccharine i can't bear it i don't watch them that is why i I really love les les's stuff it's so like he put an a podcast up yesterday um, about the jealousy the jealousy and i thought that Mm. was brilliant i i i related to that so much and i thought there's so many people don't say stuff like that the reason for him to come up and say that was great I can't, I, the reason I respect Les, and I, I, I he asked me to write, a, I think, a forward for Anxious Black Belt, right? Mm. I think I did, or something. I read it, but it's fine. It's, you know, it's whatever, it's a book, right? What I love about that book 
is he has said what so many people didn't say, which is, mm. I'm terrified. And I'm looking yeah. up the line. I've translated this. It's not quite. Looking up the line, everyone else who is not terrified, apparently, but they are. And it's that honesty. It's That's the authenticity that people want, which is why that works. I mean, technically, if you were to rip that apart, technically, his work is all over the place. But that's my point. No one cares because at the heart of it is authenticity. The skills yeah. come, right? That the cleanup comes. Yeah. But you and you could have someone, and, and I'm not gonna name other sites, but you could have the cleanest sites, great sites and flashy, and you just go, please give me no more than five seconds. This is too clean. Just tell mm. me something real. Yeah. And I think that's all people want. Mm. And I agree. I, I did. I haven't actually read that jealousy book. I still haven't got around to it. Though. It's super busy writing. But that's, yeah, it's, that's a, it's, only, it's only like eleven minutes. It's done it's well. It's really good. It's yeah. really good. Good. I think he says he's he's, he's hanging washing up <laughs> as he's as he's recording it, and it's just yeah. It, I I related to that a lot. Because the anxious black belt as a book, yeah, shouldn't be that popular, right? It's not yeah, well it's written. True. Okay. But that's the point. Yeah. It, it's it's genuine. It doesn't matter. It the message is true and honest. And that's why I love Les. Les is one of my mm. favorite guys. By the way, he can fight. Just to say, just to put that in there for those who don't know, Les can fight, right? So him admitting he's frightened isn't his only game, if anyone thinks that's that's the mm. thing. Les gets hold of your legs, that hurts, right? <laughs> But that aside, it's it's just him him being uh, honest, and that's that's what people want. No one wants necessary. I mean, if you clean stuff up as well, great, great, fine, right? That comes just with practice. But it's authenticity, and um, every day as a teacher, I, I, I had this um, I had this conversation with my girlfriend last night after I listened to it. I said, I said the, the thing after doing this podcast and being introduced to these people that we talk to is is some of the people we talk to are like essentially trained killers do you know what i mean like they they are they are people that if they wanted to could really really do some damage to people they are you know very yeah. good at combat but they also kind of feel the same way i do about things they get scared and they're also some of the nicest people in the world but they they still feel that intimidation jealousy all oh. that stuff yeah. You don't think if you were to just just kind of look at a picture of them doing I don't know punching someone in the face you wouldn't think that, no. but when you actually listen to people talk, it's surprising how similar we all are. I guess we, you know we are. I, I, the the only reason I, I I went for my first dan originally was to get over the nerves that I thought would go when I got my first dan. When I heard the words pad up and me up. Oh, shit. Mm. So I went for my second Dan. You know where that story is going, right? So I thought I'd get over the nut, <laughs> and then until eventually I realised, oh, I I fight for I I fight frightened. Okay, uh, I, I fight frightened everywhere I fight. Mm. But the difference now is, and that was my tennis career as a child, as a, as a youngster, I, I I couldn't accept that I fought. Fr I wasn't fighting then. That I played frightened. Yeah. So I was a failure which ended up in a aborted career. My martial arts 
for the first 15 years of it, I tried to avoid that until I realized, oh, I fight, oh, I'm, a, I'm just a human being who fights frightened. So I've got to do the best I can while being a frightened fighter. I see. I was trying to get rid of the fear and then do my best work. Oh, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> and that's, it's that, isn't it? And, and, and we're all going through that. I remember my first teacher saying, because he never seemed to have that, just as we've all, we all look on, right? And I came back from, in fact, I came back from the, the 88, and, uh, which was a, a different challenge, emotion. I mean, it's physical challenge as well, but emotionally. Uh, it's great. And, and, I, and I know, it stayed with me forever. Right? It just said, um, I wish I had the strength and courage to do that. I would have loved to have done something like that. And it was at that moment, maybe the, the toughest man I, I thought I knew, mm. indestructible, was for him, like me posting the guitar thing. We all have our thing that makes us go, oh, I don't want to do that. So we're all the same. And yeah. I, I like that. And I like it when you reach when people reach a point where they accept that in themselves. They're not trying to get rid of it anymore. And weirdly, there is a little bit of a weird thing in that. When you accept it, it does seem to ease. At the moment you stop trying to get rid of it, it sort of goes. But not, I don't think entirely, but it definitely eases once you stop giving yourself a hard time being the, the coward. Mm. And that's amazing, right? And that's... Yeah, I think about that a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm slowly getting there. Stuff, conversations like this are helping me. Yeah, and then, yeah. The key is to, what I try and do now is I try and go, so I think I can be a bit OCD. I may even, Sherry says, I may have been a bit ADHD, which I, I'm like, I, I meditate twice a day, 45 minutes without moving. That's not ADHD. Or maybe it's developed ADHD. But my point is, my instinct is to even physically shift from discomfort, right? And what I've taken to over the last years is actually sitting there with it, right? Mm. So if we're talking about when you say you're getting there, actually... What is that? What is that? So, so if I think now, though, I, mean, I don't have them anymore. But imagining that pad up, mid up line, or your, your, you know, Matt Darling, come to fight Matt Five. <laughs> oh shit! Right? Okay. So now I'm like, okay, well, what actually? Where does that reside? So for me now, just doing that, that is right just below my solar plexus, right in my tummy. It's an actual thing which before I would have just moved from reading a book, shifting. Now I sit with it, like you kind of build a relationship with it. Do, does that make sense? Yeah. Befriend yeah. it. I'm not, I don't want to get too weird. No, no, right? you've got to acknowledge it. You've got to acknowledge the fact that the fear exists. It's present. It's real. But it is actually a feeling. Feeling. Mm. It's, it's not emotion. necessarily true. And even if it is, <laughs> accepting that it's an actual real thing. Yeah. Now the question changes. Now the question is, is how do I get how do I get rid of this before I get onto map five? I'm using a fight analogy, but this yeah, is fair. Yeah, yeah. right? How do I get rid of this before I get to map five and do my best thing? That was my tennis career. How can I get rid of the nerves before I get to court two? Oh well, I couldn't. 
double. So now the question is, okay, how can I do the best release whatever I have in me skill-wise with this still with me? And just in the question change, I found it helps. Because mm. now I haven't got this battle with this. I'm like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go on and fight frightened. I'm going to go on and play frightened. I'm going to sing frightened. I'm going to write frightened. And, and, I, and it's a cliche book. So you'll probably, you'll know this and, and you might as well. But, uh, you know, the old Susan Jeffers, Feel yeah, the we, Fear we and Do It. we talked about that on the last one. Yeah, Feel the Fear and Do It anyway. it's, But it's good though, isn't it? She had it right. She had it right. Yeah. And you just bend out. Now you stop fighting that fear. And you look how many, again, going back to Anxious Black Belt with Les, you look how many people relate to that. Mm. Look how many people relate to that because he's gone frightened, call the front line, this is what it is. That's it. We're all, we're all in it, man. Yeah. Yeah. We always do this, don't we? We end up going on these conversations. We set up one thing and we, yeah. we evolve. That was a nice conversation about making a syllabus. <laughs> it was. I mean, we got. Yeah, we, in there. I forgot about the syllabus. Yes. No, we got. We got all we needed to. I feel like I, I got. Me. <laughs> That's that was it. A good conversation. Thanks. That was a good conversation. I like talking to you guys. Yeah, we enjoy talking to you as well. It's easy, and that's that's for me is always a sign of authenticity. Ease. No, there's yeah. no one. There's no one upmanship. There's no one trying to do. Oh, you know, and oh, fuck. It's it's that's I've found. I've had interviews which are not easy not interviews, you know, conversations, which are not easy. And everyone's kind of, you know, pissing on lampposts. Oh, I did this. No one cares. No one cares. It's just chat. Mm. See where we go. Yeah. And easy also includes being able to uh, disagree as well, to say stuff. Yeah. People go, I just don't agree with that. That's, yeah. that's important. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, I, mean, I think the whole, th this whole podcast came from us disagreeing with, the view of <laughs> traditional karate do you know what i mean that's kind yeah. of what is involved that, that's a, actually that's a good point yeah it starts yeah. with that yeah. yeah it was it was me constantly saying say why yeah. why 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 am i doing why are you teaching me this if i have to do that in class where's that then yeah yeah well because yeah. of this why then <laughs> yeah. yeah and i just asked one thing sorry not to because i've been think i saw a um, meme thing of a car anyway Questioning. Mm. Is there a place ever for outright handing over faith? What? In, in what in what sense? Faith, though? like like just just handing your so so I'll give it some qualification. In the um, Tibetan Buddhism, the relationship between meditate a student and and it's a cultural thing as well is very 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 important right they talk about uh faith and actually part of your route to enlightenment as it were is you handing yourself like fully you just hand yourself to your teacher to do whatever i mean that's a very very cultural thing mm. and in that sort of letting go is what that really is actually letting go where you sort of just you give yourself. Is there a place for that in modern world? Whether it be to a teacher, whether it be to a God image, whether it be to whatever it may be, just that full, okay, where's, you know what I mean? I, th I, th I think potentially there could be, but I think you would need to, to know the person you're handing yourself over to. 
Mm. I mean, I would, knowing you as I do now from speaking to you, if I was to say to you, teach me BJJ, you know, I will do whatever you tell me to do. I will trust you. Like, With I would trust of, you yeah. to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah, yeah. If, if, if it was another BJJ instructor down the street who I hadn't got to know very well, I wouldn't. Actually, that's a good um, example, actually. So, yeah. so I, I guess there is a place for it. Um, but we, we as a, like, especially Western culture, we, we yeah, do we don't have that in our culture, do we? No, no. That's a good. That is a. That's a good point. And and that we end up again with the traditional stuff is where where when you're borrowing from another culture, yeah, you're, you're not that culture. No, like here in the Middle East, right? I, I've been lucky to be in a couple of the big cultures, you know, the Far East, Africa, and here. You will always be a foreigner here. Yeah. Do you know, you know, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I find, oh, I find that interesting. So, so you, you know, there are some, and, and that has to be as equal as we all are, and we're all humanity. Cultural mm. difference have to be respected, right, and have to be understood. Yeah. That's yeah. very. That's why I think learning language is important because you can also, also often understand culture via language, if only because you've made the effort to learn it. Mm. Well, yeah. And I think I think that whole cultural thing is if we're especially you know talking martial arts, I think to a degree it is important um, to understand a little bit of the culture where your art comes from, even yeah. if it's even if it's so you can go. I don't like this. I'm going to get rid of it. Yeah, I, I agree. You need to understand a little bit of it so you can make that decision. Yeah, um, I totally agree with that. Like I've done a little bit of had a couple of meetings in both. Uh, Japan and uh, here in the Middle East, like formal meetings. Yeah. And there is definitely, absolutely an etiquette and a culture and a system of. I bet. Yeah. What you think is small talk is not small talk. It's a mm. spiraling system. Uh, and yeah, and you, you have to pay attention to that. Very important. But we end up again not copying Pete Sampras's serve understanding that he's a guy and seeing what he was thinking they're mm. different things you know that's the don't walk in the footsteps of the masters seek what they saw that's yeah that's encapsulated yeah. in that isn't it and i do feel that a lot of martial arts is is walking in the footsteps of the masters not seeking what they saw which is where we end up in the syllabus at end first play yeah yeah right. that was a good tie together yeah <laughs> no that was good yeah syllabus wise it, for anyone who is you know um trying to do the syllabus and they think jesus this is hard work yes it is it it is hard it's i thought it was going to be easy a few years ago when, when i first started doing it and it, it's not it, um so if you're feeling like it's hard work then give one of us a shout and we'll yeah oh to give you permission we'll for it to evolve that's the other yeah. thing Put a note on the bottom going, this syllabus will evolve with the changing insanity of your sensei. Yeah. <laughs> and that's cool. Because then you then you're off, you, you can learn with it. It doesn't, it's not fixed. No, yeah, absolutely that, not. That admission, you go, this is what I want you to do now in a year, you know, like our conversation in a year's time could be completely different. Mm. Probably, hopefully. Um, and I think that's true of, of syllabus and curriculum. I always mix up syllabus and curriculum. 
I do as well. I've, I've I, I always confuse him. He keeps telling me, and I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. syllabus, I'm going to call it. But that, that, and that should be, I think it should evolve. You'll chop stuff out. You'll put stuff back in when you realize, actually, you shouldn't have got rid of that kick because we just saw that in the last fight. Okay, boom, that goes back in. And then, and that's fine too. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we me and Joe have said that, you know, we might do the first grading under the new syllabus and go, ah, that sucked. Like that, that was not a good way to test that skill. We need to come up with a different way of, of doing that. Yeah. And it might happen. Oh, it probably will happen. Yeah, and I definitely will. I, 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 my gradings went from, so our original grade, you know, the, the 40 minute or 50 minute slots or whatever that you do a belt or whatever they be. Mine are all done on, great gradings are done on camps now. So I learn, I'm, so I, sometimes I get them up to see stuff, but I'm doing as they're doing the camp. Mm. So being, and I'm telling them, I'm testing you. So they've got that nerves, but you see as you go. So now I've seen them over four days mm. rather than, well, you know, whatever it is, forty minutes, one hour, uh, and that that was a big change for for us as well. Do you find one of the things I found with that that our last grading that we did, um, based on the grading I did with Ian, when 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 I was doing my pad work, Ian wanted to hold the pads. Mm-hmm. He was like, "I want to feel the shots. I don't want to watch you yeah. do it. I want to feel yeah. them." Yeah. Since then, we've started doing that, and we've started being more involved with with the grading. Is yeah. it, do you find that helps? I I've definitely absolutely does. Absolutely right. Absolutely. Definitely. I'm, I'm in and around. I sometimes I very rarely I sit behind the table if I want to frighten the black belts. So they have that old school stuff. Right? Yeah. But I'll get in and around. I'll change. I'll look at stuff. And go, can you just do this? And can you do it here against him? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with you on that because then you can you can feel what's going on. Yeah, and then it very much is a sort of a mix of you know the, those old woodwork classes where you you know you do your coursework you get marked on that. That my gradings have gone more that way. I'm not I'm not saying through the 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 weeks. I'm saying the grading is a long one then, and I can really get in. And I, I also I can back up. And there also I think grading should be a chance to learn as well. Yeah, that's one thing I I've started to come around because our grading when when I was coming the gradings were very much you know you're under pressure. It is based on the day. It's not based yeah. on, on you. It's not based on on leading up to the day. It's based on no. can you do it on the day? Mm. And I don't I don't know if I agree with that anymore. I I, I don't. Yeah. I, I think because I don't I don't, don't want to see that. I'm not I'm not looking to see if I want to check test there's there's the pressure of an event, which I want because I like people to come to the edge, right? Cool. But if I want to see how you do under pressure, we're going to go and put you in a fight every month for a year. Yeah. And then we'll see. But also you'll get that amount of experience just on the day. It just doesn't doesn't give me a real it doesn't give me a real yardstick of how you doesn't mean anything. So through the camp, I can see. And yeah, definitely, definitely. That's exciting. I'm so excited to see people adding or thinking about adding stuff to their syllabus because you watch it all blow open man it's like you see what your students do and it's 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 cool and again yeah. as a teacher the amount of tools you've got to use as well you it sort of opens up a whole new section of things um yeah it's, it's cool. it'd be interesting uh for you especially sue when you eventually grade under this syllabus to hear your thoughts on because because sue's obviously done gradings under a super traditional syllabus, sure, yeah, my yeah. prototype syllabus, 
yeah. Mine and Joe's super early prototype syllabus, and then our next level. So Sue's kind of had a, a step up in all of them. So it'd be interesting to see what you think, Sue. Of, of... That would be a really interesting podcast in its yeah. own right. Yeah, because yeah. I've kind of uh, gone from, yes, traditional to yours, which was um, less pressured because it wasn't a foot, it wasn't, you, you knew that I was grading that day and I didn't know, you know, you yeah. just kind of ran through the grading so so that, you know, so it, it was kind of pressured, but not in quite the same way. Mm. And then Joe's was very much quite a traditional one. It wasn't mm-hmm. it? the first couple were, and then they've changed and changed up. So, yeah, it was. I suppose, actually, yeah, you, you, that's a good point. The first grading you did with Joe was under Joe's traditional syllabus. Yeah, absolutely. So it was much more like a throwback yeah, to yeah, my yeah. first two gradings. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, with the, you know, sort of three, st- two, one step Kumite or whatever it was called or what have you. And that's been present in all of them. Mm. So this is going to be um, quite a big departure. So I would imagine, actually, that my next one is going to be far more like my yellow belt test. Yeah, probably. Yeah. In, in terms of it's going to be very loose and yeah, it's going to be much we, looser, I would imagine. Whenever, whenever that grading is, we will definitely come back and we'll do that. We'll have a look at, I mean, we could do it now on the ones you've already done, to be honest. Um, throw, throw, in a bit of, throw in a bit of something completely left of field, like the grappling, and then see then. That's definitely a part of it, the next grading, for sure. Do you know what I found, actually, with this as well? You know the, I don't know if you have them, the one steps. You know those definite moves where A punches to B and you step off and do some, and they're usually jujitsu-esque. Right? Completely useless. Great for demos at a school fair. <laughs> I like you, Matt. Right, complete <laughs> utter crap. Brilliant. Yeah. You know, you get all the people who've never known, they going, ooh, ah, and they're like, yeah. four. Right? We, we, I will say, we've, we've um, kept that concept well, uh, um, so, so that's what I was going to say. My point is, I got okay. them all out. I was like, get rid of all that crap. That's, I put them back in because, but again, with a different set of glasses. Yeah. I went back and we changed it conceptually. So I took them to the point and I then said, now knowing what you know, reinvent them. And they came up with leg locks, like applicable stuff. And we started to find things that go, wow. Now we've added the ground and some other stuff. That's really useful. And actually then safe to practice. Because of course, knee bars and stuff are quite tricky to Yeah. Well, that's so the thing. They, so they, you find you will put stuff back in, yeah. but with a whole different context. Well, I mean, if we look at, because me and Joe were talking about this, we go, well, what are we going to do? If we look at the translation, Ippon Kumite means one step sparring. It doesn't say what one step sparring is it just None. says it's one step sparring so that yeah. could be one step sparring against a headbutt yeah. one step yeah. sparring against a double leg it, it doesn't have to be absolutely one step sparring against someone stepping in and throwing a super formal attack to your head absolutely Before, right. by, after by the way shouting exactly where they're going to throw that technique to yeah if you think in, in terms of also also uh, skill ability so again the alter the grand plan is all contact, anything goes, does it work, right? That's the <laughs> that's right at the other end. And mm. then you keep coming out. Okay, we haven't got this technique. This guy's not that good at getting it. Let's give him the one-step stuff. It's one shot that you know is coming. Now do it. But then it's, a, again, as we mentioned earlier, it's a teaching aid. It's not a tested thing now. Uh, with always in the plan in mind is to use that at the back end of the day uh, with 
um, and that could be months away, full speed, not knowing it's coming. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's just a, you see, you, when I was um, flipping out about one of my last gradings, which I do every single time, like clockwork, and I just have a major flit. Um, I was, um, I was saying, but I can't remember the routine. And you were saying it's not a routine, Sue. It's not a memory test. But the thing is, is I'm just, just, that's the line. But not thing, a memory test but it mm. was but it was it was a memory test because all it, and it is about, the traditional syllabus does become a memory test it was a memory test because all i was thinking because i could handle every single move none of that was a problem what i would worry was would i remember which one was coming next and what i had to do for it Absolutely. because if i didn't remember it in the right order then i wouldn't get it right and that's what so it turns that, that into is exactly right and information is not the same as knowledge no. So if they said, okay, this is going to be a head attack, do something with this. Can you efficiently do something with this? Have another go at that. Try it a different way. Yep. Okay. Passed. That makes more sense to me. It's a little bit that, more intuitive. That, that bit final more play led, isn't it? That's what Sherry says. So my, my wife, she, she says, it's such, she's the same as you. Sweat buckets and panics about gradings before. And she's been through the whole process as well. She's been with me early doors and then blah, blah, blah. Um, Absolutely. She says exactly the same thing. And I say to her, I don't want this to be a memory test. Go to Mensa for a memory test. Place your doku. Mm. Right? I don't need to do yeah. that in the grading. Um, yeah, that's right. And then where we go, yeah, exactly. Okay. Attack from behind, headlock, I don't know, whatever. Do what you need to do. Yeah. It doesn't have to be full power if it's, you know, and if it's your beginning, it's just like somebody's going to come at your head. Mm-hmm. No, three different ways to deal with that. Try mm-hmm. one. Which is that, I mean, that is what we've started doing for our syllabus now or for the for the gradings now, because but the traditional way of doing it is this is how you block this. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and me and Joe were talking about it. And I said, yeah, but we're going to show them loads of ways to to stop someone punching you in the head. Why yeah. then on the grading do we say <laughs> why? The, why then on the grading do you say do it this way? It should yeah. be here's someone throwing a punch at you. Stop it. You know, Absolutely how, how right. it, it, yeah. The other thing as well I've done with the, I feel with the gradings, the gradings now are as much about learning where I need to evolve my school. Yeah. Seeing where the gaps are in my guys, mm-hmm. generic guys, you know, guys and girls, to see where the gaps are, to see, oh, okay, well, we need to maybe put a bit more attention on that. Or again, if there's a default error, when more than one person gets something wrong, that's a curriculum and a teacher's problem, right? Mm. rather than the individual student struggling with someone when or not you go okay and that and that's what helps the school evolve so grading is a great opportunity i find for us to see where the to see where the school the school is yeah yeah i agree but it i think be... just having this conversation is is and not giving permission that sounds i don't mean that but, but by people knowing that people are playing with their syllabus syllabi then, then people are hopefully will go actually maybe maybe i can play with mine maybe yeah. it's not uh not maybe i could stay even if the conversation begins or the idea that okay well i might just take that out i don't really need that yeah. the thing is as well is just just do something small because you know i'm joe won't mind me saying this but joe at the start was very reluctant to change the syllabus mm. because you know it was alien to joe to do sure. that um and now He's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, we'll do like less, 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 less. Make it the best thing we can. Let's, you know, there's a progress there, and but it didn't happen like that overnight. Joe didn't once, you know, five minutes later go, yeah, let's just change it. It was like, well, all right, 
let's put just this bit in yeah. and see yeah. how people react to that. Yeah. It's a slow thing. So if you're thinking, you know, you're going to develop a syllabus that you need to change everything. No, just go, you know, oh, we're doing a little bit of groundwork. Let's just put a tiny bit in to, to the grading exactly. Exactly. And, and work from there. Like Think you said, with the end in mind and it will guide you. What's yeah, the, what's, yeah. What does the match look like? He's trying to kick the ball in his net. He's yeah. trying to kick the ball in his net. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then how and does everything fit to that? And do people enjoy it? You know, um, I mean, I started to really enjoy the um, demonstrate some applied bunkai section of the, the gradings that you started to bring in. Really enjoyed that stuff because oh, it yeah. made, because we got to train it a lot and I got to practice it a lot. And it That's one thing... Of, Work out some kind of groovy ways of doing stuff. I love doing that. That's quite um, fun. One of the things we are doing for our syllabus is the way I think of of the the bunkai is different to the drills to develop it. So, so, so kind of uh, the bunkai we do for the grading is not show me a really cool technique is explain it. So show and explain. So I want you to tell, show, to explain to me how it works. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? there's other places in the grading not for that for pressure testing techniques and stuff but for that part i want to know why you think this Could, way can two people three five people i mean you've picked a thing would you accept five different bunkais if their if their explanation yeah yeah cool. so, so, so that... the way the way we've kind of done it is is there's certain drills i think that i teach that are useful and they get across good concepts that i want people to know okay so the way we and and joe's very much joe likes people to come up with their own so the way we've done it is we'll include a couple the core drills that i think are necessary for people to learn because they teach a good skill and once you by the way once you learn that drill you can abandon it it's not about the drill it's about what it teaches you yeah 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 and then one example of your own application because in theory you know, an orange belt application, by the time they get to brown belt, should be drastically different. And you should see that knowledge progression. That's a good an understanding, point. you know. Yeah. Um, I had as well for our black belts that are a bit thinking of that, of creating, that um, they're to make their own kata. Yeah, I, I was very against that for a while. Mm. And I've heard so many people now start saying that they're doing it. And I think, mm. yeah, actually, it's probably a really good idea. It puts their signature on. Because I say to them, listen... You, this is your karate. I don't want, this is not about me. This is your martial arts journey. You've mm. trained in our dojo, but this is yours. So you will put your signature on it. Like my, my school kata that I created is called Choyoku, which means butterfly wings, which is about something which is all about evolution as you're coming out from the chrysalis and then opening up into something different. <laughs> right? So it's all about that. So Choyoku, we've lost the... What, you're right there, Sue. We made a laugh. Why? why? I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was just thinking, oh, right, so I could make a cat. And what would I base that on? And I was thinking, what would be a Japanese translation for die, you bastard? <laughs> See, your, your cat name is quite good, though, because you like, you know, choking people. So I will chew off you. Yes. See, sure. it works both ways. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like, like double there, meaning. Is there a video? Is there a video of that anywhere? I'd mm. like to check it out because I, I I I like looking at people's cutters they've created because, like you said, you do see their karate in there. It's 
I don't know if there is. I'll look. If not, I'll do one for you. And what it actually is, it's basics. You'll see it. It's got clap. It literally represents where we've been. Solid, simple, stalwart, pointless basics that later open into more circles. Mm. It is absolutely the evolution of our game. My guys hate it. There we go. We hate your cat. Oh, well, you got to do it anyway. But they, but um, well, it's, it's not their cat, or it's yours. No, exactly. But it's it's the symbol of of the evolution. Yeah. That's why our black belt program is called the Evolution Program, because everyone is allowed to just bring bring what you want to it. Let's see where we go. I think that would, you know, it would help you understand how Kata was created as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I might I might start looking into doing something like that. A good drill we do as well as well, which is good practice, is I give. Uh, a handful of cards in an envelope they pick out a card and it gives them a scenario someone's nicked your bag at school i don't i don't know what that is right and you're in the art room create the cata and they have 10 minutes and they go and work with a group and what they do is and they come up with something that right you've got to get your bag back whatever it may be and it's amazing to watch and this is i do the nauseous but you know we have a lot of youngsters as well amazing to watch them come up with stuff and things that make real shape, because I'm like, we, art, we haven't got much room in an art room. Go back and work on that. But it brings their appreciation of Kata as being something, oh, mm. there's a range of moves that I'll try and remember. Study cards. Kata is just study cards, isn't it? Home-based study cards. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We've gone for three hours. <laughs> oh. That's unbelievable. No, we haven't. We haven't. Not on this episode, Greg. Oh, true. We haven't. No, We've gone right. for We've two hours. Two. We've gone for two, two hours. hours. Two hours. That does go quick, doesn't it? It does. It oh. does. That's going to be a hard sell. Us on or me on twice, right? They're going to be like, no, not him again. Yeah, it is. Yeah, thank you. That's not my job. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't sell it anyway. We just release it. We just share. We just share. Yeah, we share. There we go. Um, no selling. Yeah. Thank you for coming on again, though. But you know. So no, seriously, but, but more than that, just to help with the syllabus. I mean, uh, I'll, um, I'll, I'll send you, you need some, help. Yeah, I'll send you some stuff that we we're kind of where we're up to, and I'd mm -hmm. like to get your your feedback on it. it. Would be good. Yeah, I have within the grapplers within six weeks. I want them to be able to fight on the floor with six no weeks. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, not not well. No, not, not yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand yeah. the rules understand choking and tapping right so they can do that that it, it's not foreign it's not so far it's quite foreign but it's not very foreign six weeks okay and we and then we we hit that like all the time that's it that's really yeah okay i mean it's not it's not expansive i'm not there's nothing there but it's, it's they can go down there i can say down you go on you go and they can do it and you could you yeah. even just with the understanding distance Attackers take space to boom, they've already got half their skill there. Yeah. I do. I, when I first read that, stealing space, I loved that. I thought that was really, that's a nice phrase, stealing yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know we how it goes. Uh, I'm here anytime yeah. if you need any uh, help. I will do. I will do. I Thank can't wait to get much. back to England to help to train with you guys. I was going to say, yeah, it'd be brilliant for you to come down and, and do, a, do a session. And, I'd love or, to. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be back for a year, year and a bit, but yeah, I, would, I will for sure. Be just good to, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be really fun. Love to do that. You can, you can, you can come and explore Glastonbury. 
Are you in yeah. Glastonbury? Yeah, we're in, I'm in, well, I'm in Glastonbury. Susan Wells, but you're not far, are you, Sue? Not far no. at all. Either. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Awesome. All right, you guys, thank you. Thank you very much again for coming on. Thank um, you for having me. Next yep. time there's a next time there's a big UFC card, we'll 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 get you back for our for, for the fight recaps. Yeah, let's do it again. That's fun. Yeah. Good good one this time. Nunes, yeah. scary. INS, she's scary. Mm-hmm. She's amazing woman. I'm trying to think of the next big one is probably Stipe and Ngannou, isn't it? Yeah. The I next do. big card. That might be a bit of a snooze fest. It could well be, yeah. It could well be. We'll see. Anyway. Right, thank you. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks. See you later. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.